become a stripper because the person you're describing it who tips well I think that's also the same thing as a sugar dad. And Dawn. That my nieces are going, no! We <laughs> the Rob, Anybody, and Dawn Show. Kyle, what was that drop used for the Rob uh, show intro? Was uh, Fort Minor that song? Where'd you go? I miss you so. Oh, okay. Seems like it's been forever. Yes, Fort Minor. Yeah. Gone. Got a lot yeah. of their music. I remember I was in VIP <laughs> when when I for the meet and greet when they came oh. to town. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I loved I loved meeting them backstage. <laughs> I've never heard of that. <laughs> no, um, you never heard that. No, I no. think they've redone it. I don't know if it's them. I just, I just like that version. I don't know any other songs by that band. I've literally never even heard of that band. Yeah. Hey, we're learning a lot of new bands from Kyle. We are um, sharing his uh, personal <laughs> likes, his dad's uh, personal uh, preferences during yeah. Trouble Trouble. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna have to look that one up. Um, so we, we got a couple of fun things happening today. Uh, first, notably, we have Shelby Elias from United Wholesale Lending Yay. and Finance with Shelby.com. He's joining us on air today um, uh, at 8:30. So if you have any questions that you might have uh, for Shelby regarding buying or selling a home, refinancing, mortgages, lending, uh, financial advice, um, he's just always a great person to have on on the air, and everybody Absolutely. loves. Talking with him and getting and picking his brain when He's it so comes positive. to all that stuff. Absolutely. So Shelby will be joining us um, at eight thirty this morning, and uh, it's it is a bad version of of an interview with with Shelby. Oh. So it it'll be just as entertaining and just as intriguing as it is every time we have Shelby on bef- um, before with Rob, because Rob's more of the the homeowner finance guy. Yeah. Um, but you know, obviously, Don has a lot of experience with this, and Kyle, yeah. being a new homeowner. Yeah. Uh, has a lot of experience with all this stuff, so um, we're we're still gonna enjoy having him on. I, I have experience, but I'm not knowledgeable. Yeah, but <laughs> you you always have the the right questions to ask Shelby because of your experience, um, yeah. and I think that 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 always of what helps not a lot of to people. do. <laughs> <laughs> um, we also uh, have a special announcement for our buddy uh, CK at the uh, NorCal Bottle Shops Yay, at NorCalBottleShops.com. Um, it will be another brown bag special this Saturday at the uh, Rockland bottle shop i love that you can choose a mystery brown bag Uh, it's a special deal that will include at least two at least two bottles for only three hundred dollars but a lot of times one of those bottles is even more than the three hundred dollar bottle the charges you get so it's it's really cool because ck will go up on social media and he'll do the reveal like the unboxing videos yeah so he'll have the customers come in and, and he'll Reveal what's in those brown bags yeah, for everybody. Exciting. Uh, it is exciting. So that's happening uh, this Saturday, October 28th, uh, all day at the Rockland Bottle Shop cool. at uh, 5060 Rockland Road in Rockland. Um, we got this, uh, we've been doing a lot of um, uh, throwing back to our days of, of long past and our, going all over nostalgic things and, and how, we, uh, how we grew up. It's just been a topic of discussion over the last uh, couple of days on Bad Radio. So we got this email uh, in response to all that from Jason. Hey, Jason. Says, what's up, Bad Radio? What's up? up? I envy you. It often intrigues me to hear about how y'all grew up having many good and fun times during your youths that I cannot exactly say that I got to experience myself. Well, I was raised during the awesome 90s. I was born in 86. Yeah, that's right. I was born in 86, too. Oh, my God. I was was 16. I was uh, (laughs) just talking over the weekend uh, with my girlfriend, and we're we're both going to be celebrating 40th birthdays together. And just that concept is isn't it crazy? It's crazy. No, it is crazy. I remember that hitting 40. I was like, how? What? How'd this happen? I'm going to be 38 in next April. Yeah, and that just blows my mind. You're a year older than so our oldest niece is Sarah. She was born when I was 15. 
And uh, no, so she's a year older than you. She oh. was born in '85. Okay. Yeah. Which is Old lady. <laughs> yeah. When she turned, I don't know why. This uh, it just hit me. Um, when she turned 34, I looked at my husband Gary and I went, "No, no, 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 no. That that is literally when. That's how old I was when I married Gary. Oh wow. And I was like." No, she's the age I was when I married you. And how is this? Because I'm still 34. Right? Like, I'm looking back at my wedding. I think she was 19 or almost 20. And I'm just like, what <laughs> the holy hell? It's no. Crazy. Time is crazy. It is. I wasn't a very happy child, per se, as I had spent the vast majority of my upbringing being basically sheltered but not safe. Mm-hmm. Discourti- discour- discourtesy of poverty and worse. My utterly abusive mother, long story short, Mm. even now I sometimes find myself fantasizing about how things could have been if I had more love and privileges in general back then. From having friends to hang out with to actually spending time outside with said friends till the streetlights came on to having a bicycle or a Game Boy or a Game Gear or whatever. Uh, Yeah, I got to enjoy a few things growing up, be it alone or with my high-functioning autistic half-brother whom I was closest to, but not nearly as much as the next person. Sorry if this sounded like a real downer, kind of, but it's good for perspective. It just wasn't a very happy story for me. But, hey, at least I survived the 90s, man. Yeah, yeah. no, I mean, I, honestly, um, I, I'm so sorry that you got robbed of a childhood. I get that. I mean, for the most part, mine was terrible, but there was a lot of good things thrown in as well. And I know you didn't use that word. You didn't have a lot. Mm -hmm. But it's good that you have some and you can cling on to those. And you know what? You're a survivor. And quite honestly, your story is, is, it might seem like you're out on an island, but it's very common um and people are more and more sharing it's there's a lot of people that also had awful terrible childhoods and don't have a lot of great memories they have some and and i think overall too think about it when we have that conversation we're also talking i when i when we talk about how we grew up i'm also speaking for other people i knew in my neighborhood you know maybe necessarily we weren't having the same experiences in our household but you know you're exposed to them you see that around you so uh keep that in mind too when people are talking about days gone by sometimes they're not just talking about their experiences it's like other experiences around them and so but good for you you're a survivor and and hopefully a thriver or you'll become one sounds like it and the 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 perspective that they have of themselves seems to be that they're working through it and it is good to have that that look that perspective of okay hey we we actually had a a pretty good time growing up and we got it kind of easy compared to other people you know don you had a troubled past but you're you're proof that you can prevail and you can you can heal and you can move on and there's people that had far worse right oh sure (laughs) yeah Yeah. we all everyone well i don't say everyone but uh a lot of people until you finally realize um what i'm about to say like a lot of people will think theirs is the worst ever and Mm -hmm. no one can understand and it's like Mm -hmm. No, no, no. Uh, your story is probably the story of millions, mm-hmm. and 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 there's always and even within that, then there's always something that's worse. But even the ones that are worse, they're not alone either. Right? right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we're gonna throw back to uh, an, uh, an earlier show in the week on Monday. Uh, Rob was was with us, and he he was uh, he was being a little silly because he was tired. He just hasn't been getting a lot of sleep, um, and he's he might be popping in sometime today. 
I did get a text from him earlier this morning. He's been having trouble sleeping, um, so he's going to probably pop in at some point. If not, it'll, it'll be a surprise either way. Yeah. Um, and it, well, welcome surprise, of course. Um, but Lindsay's writing in about an earlier show with Robbie. Says I'm. She says I am catching up on on Monday's show, and I'm literally in tears laughing as I listen to the show. Graham recap. <laughs> Your impression of the drunk dads singing Backstreet Boys <laughs> had me laughing so hard, <laughs> especially when Kyle joined in. You guys Aww. are the best. Thank you for being the best part of my day. Oh, you're that's welcome. So sweet. Um, this is a nice note to, to Rob, and if he's listening, maybe he'll enjoy this. Uh, he says, "Welcome back." She says, "Welcome back, Rob." Well, Rob's kind of back. He's he's kind of here. He's kind of not here. He's here in spirit. He's here in spirit. <laughs> um, even though Bad Radio is still great and Brando is doing a great job, it is still great to have Rob back. Of course, you all are awesome, and I love you all so much. I know you're not my friends. Nope. You know, we're not friends, <laughs> really. Who can, said that? Where'd that come from? Somebody Did uh, Rob wrote say in. We're not friends. Well, yeah, because somebody <laughs> wrote in and said, "Hey, we're we're friends, like through the radio, radio." But yeah. he says, "No, we're not friends. <laughs> I, I don't even know your name. I don't have your phone number saved in my phone. You're you're not friends." That's funny. Uh, you. Uh, <laughs> let's see this. But you guys have been such a bright spot in my day during the last year, uh, which has been the hardest, most painful year of my life. Oh, a lot yeah. of that going around. Yes. And on most days. This show is the only reason I smiled at all. So thank you all for what you do. Well, there's kind of yeah. a lot of downer moments happening in the first segment, but That's again, okay. it's perspective. But I don't even view them as downers. It's life. Yeah, it's airing, honestly airing of the grievances is always a good thing. Well, yeah, and it's just life. Yeah, life is messy. I mean, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, and even sometimes through the bad stuff, it's where we really learn and grow. As terrible as it feels, it's just it's, it's all the roller coaster oh, of life. Well said. People think they're doing life wrong when they're having problems and issues. No, you're lifing. Absolutely. Actually, you're doing life wrong if you literally think you never have problems and you're always happy. Yeah, if you're just something, skating by. Some, yeah. you're not growing. You're not you're evolving. Not, and you're you're blocking out something. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, Lindsay goes on to say, I got my turkey brine in the mail yesterday, uh, and I have a consultation with Griffin and Reed Eye Care in (gasps) two weeks. Oh, I love them. Your influence is huge, and because of your proven integrity over the years, I know I will be in good hands with any advertiser or stupid store product. Super store. That you guys endorse. Well, it'd be a advertiser. That, that's true, yes. <laughs> that that was incorrect, memo. Lindsay. Yeah. It's advertising. <laughs> uh, thanks again for such an amazing yeah. show, and congratulations on the new stations. Yes, yeah. a lot to unpack yeah. there. Uh, the Turkey Brine is on sale in the Stupid Store, store. at radradio.com, but the... Uh, I just got an update from Charlie, and well over half, almost three quarters of our supply is nearly sold out. So, Glad you could do that. Yeah. I, I mean, it'll probably be in the next week that we sell out, um, but there are also our fine partners and vendors Yay. who are carrying it. If you want to go to a mom-and-pop shop, a brick-and-mortar place, um, instead of going online, um, you can go to any of these northern Nevada locations. There's a Desert Rose RV Park in Fernley, J&K Lamas Landscape and Nursery in Fallon, Micah Chevron uh, in Carson City. Now, Napa Auto Parts in Dayton, Tahoe Bottle Shop in South Lake Tahoe, the Flag Store in Sparks, and the Washi Shoe Travel Plaza in Gardnerville. You can find all those locations and more. I love those people. They've been with us forever. Seriously. It, it's, Ever. Like I, a million years. I remember when I got these emails to forward over to you with all these people interested in carrying the products. Yeah. And that was like, that's the way things so, work around yeah. here. We get the email. I send it to Don. Don runs the stupid store and all the Super partners. Store. Um, and... <laughs> It's crazy to know. I mean, a lot of these are, are advertisers, too. So yeah, they, I just it's like love a them whole all. Melding. They're all yeah. great. And it's like the same people, which is great, you know? Mm-hmm. They're such great companies. They all stay there. And uh, j- j- that actually gets us into some turkey mail. Um, but 
I have to push this button. Oh, okay. No, let me try Wrong this. button. Jeez. So many buttons. Uh, button, button. <laughs> if you have a question and you want the perfect turkey, send us your question and we'll answer the best we can. It's turkey mail. We will do our best to answer uh, turkey mail. Rob is the resident chef around here. Yeah. I'm a sous chef at best. Um, so, I, and I've got plenty of experience cooking turkeys. Kyle, have you have you done the Thanksgiving turkey on your own yet, or have you done it as your main course? Yeah, um, yeah. The girlfriend and I we uh, have made the Ronco rotisserie style oh, turkey right. that yeah. we have in the 2020 cookbook, or you can go to radradio.com. You can find it in the recipes there too. That is the best, isn't it? It's it so is. delicious. Set oh, it and forget it. So you get the butter <laughs> on the fork after you brine it, of course, and you put it on the rotisserie, and you just sit there and watch the butter melt as it as it rolls around. Yeah. Oh my God, the best legs and wings I've ever had. I, so I've good. I've never made it, never done a turkey, but my husband has, and he's done that. Set it and forget it. That yeah. was amazing. Does oh, yeah. your husband Gary? Does he prefer to like smoke it, grill it when he does it? Yeah, he's done all that. All that. I don't know. Nice. <laughs> it's just served on your. On, you're in the kitchen. You're I'm, doing I'm your doing big sides. Yeah. I'm, I'm an expert at sides. Got it. Uh, so we got this uh, first turkey mail from Michael. Hi, Michael. Said, just ordered my turkey brine. Whoop whoop. Yeah. Last year was the first year I used the brine and follow Rob's turkey prep video. All of those videos can be found in the Rob's recipes page at rabradio.com. There's a holiday. Uh, cooking tutorial video section right there. Um, everyone in my family, including myself, agreed it was the best turkey they ever had. Oh. You guys and the products you offer are awesome. So I use the pickle juice to make spicy dill pickle jerky, and it comes Yum. out fantastic. Oh, my God, that sounds good. Yeah. No real question there, just a humble brag about how good the <laughs> brine is and an opportunity to uh, uh, sh shamelessly plug said turkey brine, <laughs> yeah. which you can find at the stupid store Super at radradio.com. Um, there's the pickle juice there as well. We have the espresso barbecue sauce, and we also have our rad Bloody Mary mix, Yum. which if you mix it with Tahoe Blue Vodka, you get yourself a rad Bloody Mary. Yummy. We got this email from Jacqueline. Hi, Jacqueline. I'm just curious, has anyone reported using turkey brine on duck? I'm trying to convince my husband to go out duck hunting as much as possible this year because I love duck. Well, but is he oh. a duck hunter? I hope so. <laughs> I was wondering the same thing. Are you just asking him to go? Just do it. Go, go, go out there and find a duck. <laughs> Shoot uh, she says, I love duck, but I've never cooked it myself. I'm oh. hoping he gets a few of them and I can experiment recipes. I don't know. Does Brian even make mm. duck better? I'm not a fan of duck. It's, I've had duck on oh, really? Thanksgiving. It's a special taste. So many. It Acquired is. Taste, yeah. uh, I, oh. I think... Um, uh, the, a hunting family of uh, their their son I, I dated for a long time, but and they always had duck. It was awful. Mm. But um, my husband's cousins they duck hunt a lot, and I don't know what they did to theirs. I really don't. I have no clue. But I couldn't believe it was duck. Mm. And and I don't remember because we were also all drinking. So I, don't... <laughs> I thought maybe that's why I, was I so know good. she told me. I was like, Alice, what did you do? I've never even liked duck. Oh man, I had a similar conversation this weekend. No one goes hunting in my family or nothing, but I was at an international market and they sell the whole duck with the head and all. Whoa. And it caught my attention. And I was like, Oh, we should put this in the brine and rotisserie this duck. We haven't done it yet. I mean, essentially, it I'm should curious. work, right? Yeah. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, it works for all the other uh, birds. Just, do you eat the head if it's left on there? I'm sure some people enjoy eating the head of duck, but isn't it like mostly bone and cartilage? Yeah. I don't know. And stuff? Um, I know that some people enjoy the, the eyeballs of fish and, and animals, uh, and I don't know. Yeah, see, yeah. I'm um, curious now. I, I just know that, but, that duck is can be very gamey. Uh -huh. It's very fatty. Yeah. Uh, a lot, very dark. 
It's just meat. The, yeah, and I you I, have to be a dark meat fan. Yeah, and I'm not a dark meat fan, That's and good. I'm not I, the gamey. Ugh. Yeah. Uh-uh. So, um, Lynn, uh, Jacqueline asks if someone has done this, was it good? How was it cooked? Um, if Rob were here, she's asking if uh, he, she would recommend brining a duck. Do you like duck? Have you preferred a way to cook it? Um, I, I have never cooked duck myself. Um, so if anybody has and, and has any experience brining duck, maybe uh, send us an email, rad at radradio.com. I um, just think, I mean, I like to watch duck hunting videos. <laughs> I mean, that, that part of it looks fun. To watch and the, the labs dogs, are cheating. Oh, my God. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, yeah. So, it, and I did a little bit of research, and it says it does help reduce the cooking time a little bit on the duck, and it does the same thing as brining a turkey, it just breaks down the fibers in the meat and it makes it more juicy. But duck, in my experience, mm. is always pretty juicy because of how fat. fatty it okay. is. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, I don't think it would hurt, and I think you would get the same effect. Um, but it sounds like, Jacqueline, you're going to have your husband hunt you multiple ducks. Um, we still don't know if he's a duck hunter. Uh, but, you know, well, and if you bring you home need... multiple ones, you can experiment with that. So, and the thing with this, I know you need tags for all types of hunting. Do you also need tags for duck hunting? I mean, can he just go I'm, out I'm and pretty... shoot them? Do you know what I mean? I'm pretty <laughs> sure that you have to have can. some sort of license to, to kill. But maybe yeah. maybe there are other other rules where yeah, you don't yeah, have to. Exactly. I, I see Kyle furiously <laughs> going to the Google, Google cave yeah. right now. And, um, and maybe it depends on what state you're in. That's you true. Know? Because I, I have uh, friends uh, that grew up in Nevada and this is way back in the day. And they would hunt, is it pheasant? Not peasant, pheasant. pheasant. Oh, yeah, pheasants. Yeah. Before oh, school. good, too. I'm pretty sure they didn't have any tags. You know what I mean? And yeah. they would just, yeah, they'd show up at school. Just have a whole I bunch thought, of them. I mean, just think about the time, shoulder. going back again to the time we grew up in, kids would hunt before school. And they would mm-hmm. drive to school, at, whether they got something or not. And maybe they dropped that off. I don't know. I just remember the, the guns would be in the, you know. Right there in their truck. Jeez. No, they didn't blow up. You know, they didn't shoot up a school. Uh, <laughs> simpler times. Simpler times. They, uh, didn't even, they didn't even think about that. We got this email from Ray. Hey, Ray. I'm very, I've, I've been duck hunting for decades, and we always brine our ducks. It takes a lot of the gaminess out of it. Oh, That's good to know, because that yeah. seems to be one of the, the more common gripes about okay. uh, ducks. So uh, hopefully that helps. Um, we also got this email from Taylor. Hi, Taylor. My brother asked me for the Cajun turkey recipe that has that Rob has mentioned previously on the show. I looked in my 2020 cookbook and my 2022 cookbook and cocktail recipe book. Why would you look in the cocktail recipe book for a Cajun turkey recipe? <laughs> Maybe it was hiding in there. Uh, which can be found at the stupid store at rad, <laughs> radradio.com. I also looked online and couldn't find it. Do you guys happen to have that handy somewhere? Um, I believe it's in one of those cookbooks. Um, I'll have to double check in, in what we have. Uh, but the Cajun turkey recipe is one of the best. It's almost like the Popeyes version of, of the of the turkeys. Uh, it's just got that really that Cajun spice yeah. level to it, um, and that's one of the best ways to prepare. Is, it. is that like a really hot spice Cajun? It can be. Yeah, I mean, it just depends on how much cayenne you put okay. into it. But it's more yeah, yeah. more about the zest and the spice of it all. Yeah. Um, phone number is eight 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 nine eight nine ninety eleven. Good morning, Tim. Hey, good morning, Red. Morning. What's up? Hey, guys. I just got. I'm just letting you know I got my. Uh, Turkey brine the other day in the mail. Yeah, and awesome. I am all souped up, ready to go, ready to start off this Thanksgiving uh, with some new traditional um, things. Uh, you guys, Brandon, you are doing an awesome job Aww. filling in once again for Rob, Thank and you. hope he does get feel better. And I can't wait to see you all in Reno, Nevada, for the brine palooza. Oh, thank you. And uh, and I'm teaching my uh, one year old. Uh, he'll be. Uh, one and a half. He'll be one, basically one, yeah, one year old 
I'm basically learning him to be a magnet in training. Nice. Starting him early. Excellent. My wife is not, my wife is still, I'm trying to get my wife to approve of you guys because I'm like thinking, why you guys listen to the show? I'm like, this is the best show ever. I listen to you guys every time before I go to work at the Reno airport. Oh, thank you. Um, And basically the only thing that caught my eye the other day is a couple weeks ago when you kept on playing that segment of the... Uh, Jim Carrey episode of B- Dumb and Dumber, and they were in the car, and they had a most annoying sound in the world. I seen a TikTok <laughs> video the other day, and it was just some guy had had did a Halloween decoration of that, but using those effects. Uh-huh. And I just seen that. I just started busting up laughing hilariously uh, because I was you. thinking, I'm thinking. Rob Radio, Rad Radio, Rad Radio. I'm like thinking every time they play it, I played it over and over and over and over again. I'm like, yeah, all right. most annoying sound. Thank, thank, thank you, Tim. Thank you so much. I, I, I would have, uh, for those of you listening, I would have played the whistle, but I couldn't find it. Oh. Um, but Tim, honestly, oh, thank man, you so much. Yeah, really yeah. excited to see you at Brian Palooza. Yeah, Thanks for all the kind words. Yeah, and just tell your wife we're an acquired taste. You know, we're we're like bad fungus. Eventually, it just grows on you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can't shake it off. Yes. And yeah. Um, so, uh, <laughs> so Tim was referring to Brian Palooza, which is going to be happening for the first time ever in Rad History at uh, in Reno on Saturday, November eighteenth. All starts at ten a.m. It's in the backyard of uh, South 40. Indoor backyard. Indoor backyard. Yeah. Uh, they're located at 1445 South Meadows Parkway. Um, we're going to be there. We're going to do meet and greet. We're going to have some autographed glossy photos. Um, we're going to be uh, serving up. Yes. <laughs> That's the reason to show up. Um, and they'll be free 99. <laughs> uh, the South 40 restaurant will be serving up our signature rad turkey brine sandwiches, complete with the Thanksgiving fixins. Uh, they'll be they have a full bar, uh, but they'll be featuring the rad Blue De Marys, which is the rad blo- uh, Tahoe Tahoe Blue Vodka and the rad Bloody Mary mix. <laughs> Charlie from uh, Black Dog Graphics will have the mobile stupid store on hand. Superstore. So you can pick up some rad swag, some yeah. holiday specific items. We got ornaments that they're going to be releasing uh, pretty soon. They got they're going to be doing uh li- they're actually going to be doing custom made shirts right there on site. That's crazy. Um, so it's going to be really cool. We got uh, live music from local bands Fat Man and Robin and ah. Winter Light. Uh, it's it's fun for adults, but it's also fun for kids. They got a giant uh, all brand new arcade, the newest arcade in Reno. It's got giant claw games, Mario Kart, and like a racing simulator, VR room, and tons more. Um, and for the kids, they'll also have some face painting and turkey art by Jay Atlas Art. That's all going to be happening. It's fun. On, oh, it's, I'm I'm really excited about yeah. this. Yeah. And the people at South Forty are so great to work with. It's almost like South Forty was built for Brian Apalooza. Yeah. I can't wait for everybody to see it and uh, enjoy the day. Um, so Rob is out. Um, and we are going to be continuing when Rob's change, though. I have uh, all the clues here, and Rob was kind enough to leave the change and the bucket in studio. He's oh, trusting with us. Wow. Time. That's right, yes. <laughs> I'm um, surprised. Me too, especially with Kyle's uh, exactly. sticky fingers. I was going to say, I need I need some quarters. I need to vacuum out my car later today, actually. <laughs> you think he'll mind just a couple quarters? Yeah, like, no. probably like, like eight dollars worth? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a an couple. Ex- that's an expensive yeah. vacuum service. I know. Well, sometimes you, you do it, and you go, and it stops. And yeah. you got to put another dollar in, and then it only goes for like 30 seconds, and you got to keep going. It's never and long it's enough. It's not like you can go in, inside the store and ask them to turn the air on because it's a vacuum. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we, we're going to be playing when Rob's change, and we always start with uh, Chris, the princess spreadsheeter in the gay area. Bay area. After Nicole's guess yesterday at 930, Brandon's clue eliminated almost the entire range of answers from Carl. 
There are now only 116 Whoa. valid numbers remaining, which is a 0.86% chance that today's 630 contestant will pick the right one and win the game. For comparison, it is 100 times more likely that an American adult believed in Santa Claus when they were a child. No. Yeah. What was the percentage? Uh, 86%. Oh, yeah. That an American adult believed, thank you. Oh, I, I feel like the it. other ones, maybe the other percentage, whatever that is, I can't do the math. The 14%? <laughs> oh, wow, that was quick. <laughs> maybe they just didn't, like, celebrate Christmas. Yeah, maybe not. Right? Oh, yeah. Didn't we yeah, good all point. believe in Santa Claus? Yeah. Like, yes, at kids, some point. And you should believe in Santa Claus. And yeah. then Santa hides the presents in your mom's trunk of your car, and you go, why did Santa put them there? Well, Santa's like, uh, your mom's like the other elf. That's My, exactly. my mom was always the other elf yeah. that was helping Santa out that night. Uh, <laughs> let's win Rob's change right now. Caller 18, uh, if you guess the exact amount of change in our bucket, if you know the dollars and cents, you win that amount. Caller 18 gets to win Rob's change right now at 888-989-9811. Rob. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob, Anybody. and Dawn Show. Don't be this year's idiot that forgets to get the Rad Turkey Brine before it sells out. Head to radradio.com now. I said now, and order yours from the stupid store. All right. <laughs> wow, he's being mean today. It's kind of typical Bob, though. Yeah. Uh, we got this email to RAD at radradio.com from Michelle. Hi, Michelle. I just wanted to wish Michelle number one a happy birthday. She's my law school ride or die fellow maggot BFF. Aww. Happy birthday. I love you. Thanks, Brandon, Don, and Kyle. You are killing it. Aww, so if you are you. known as Michelle number one, happy birthday to you. <laughs> oh, happy, happy birthday. Now eat your cake. Happy, happy, happy birthday, birthday or we'll punch you in the face. And let's get to win Rob's challenge. The best things in life are free. We're gonna help you pay some bills and fees. Win Rob's change. What I want. Win Rob's change. Win Rob's change. Make your best guess and estimate. The calculation in Rob's jar of change. Win Rob's change. Win Rob's change. All right. Caller 18 for Win Rob's change this morning is Nick. Good morning. Good morning, Brandon. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Uh, so if you know the amount of, uh, based on the clues that we've given so far, this will be the uh, seventh? seventh guess. Um, so if you know the dollars and cents, uh, you will win that amount. What's your guess, Nick? I'm going to say $310.25. That yeah. does abide by the rules. Mm-hmm. That does go off of the last clue. Let's see how that. You lose. Damn it. Oh, man. Yeah, $310.25 <laughs> is too low. So your answer is higher than $300.25. Ten cents, or sorry, three hundred ten dollars and twenty-five cents. <laughs> we'll try again 
at 9.30. Uh, we got this email to RAD at radradio.com from Robert. Hey, Robert. It says, good morning. When is Rob returning? Or is he ever going to return? Is there no more Rad Radio? <laughs> no, there's still Rad Radio. Yeah. Rob will return. Yeah. Um, he just... I mean, I think that'd be an announcement. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we would probably hit that a couple of times when you promote it a little bit. Um, but no, Rob will be oh, returning when he's when he's ready. Uh, yeah. We're just we're able to provide the support when we can. Um, so he's getting the rest that he needs, and he'll be back as soon as he can be. Um, during the previous segment, we are talking about duck. Duck hunting, uh, brining ducks, uh, because we did a little turkey uh, mail pile there. And somebody was wondering, can you brine a duck? And, you know, it's poultry. It, the brine will still do the same thing to a duck, but we personally, we haven't had any experience. Uh, but Don also talked about uh, how kids would just show up to school after hunting in the morning, uh, in yeah. the morning right? And they'd have their school. shotguns or, yeah, whatever they were using. Right there yeah. hanging in the back of the truck, and yep. they were simpler times. <laughs> yes. uh, Tommy wrote in response to that saying, Don, I graduated in 2010 from a high school up in the foothills outside of Auburn, and we hunted deer before school, and if we got one, would take the day off to go clean it. Nice! If not, we would go back out after work. The gun was in the truck. We just never talked about it. But the school had to know seeing a dozen guys walking around in camo every yes. fall. There are still places wow. with this. Might this was back in 2010. Damn, that's oh, amazing. Wow. I don't know if I ever shared this story with you guys, but um, so back when my husband was fixing the zoos in Texas, uh, we would go to a lot of the Friday Night Lights high school games because that's what they do. Mm -hmm. Like, it's a big deal. Like, you don't even need to know anyone at the high school. You don't even have to have kids at that high school. It, you just, you go. Because mm -hmm. it's like college or the NFL. Mm -hmm. And the whole town, city, whatever supports it. And the stadiums for high school are like, they seat 25,000 or more. Jeez. It's insane. The smallest one I've been to, and we went in this, this is the one I'm talking about. We went to this small little town outside of Austin. Loved this little town. Oh my God, one of my faves. And there's like, I think, I don't know, a few thousand people in the town, but the stadium sat like 7,000. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, it's a big deal. But anywho, so <laughs> it is halftime. This is high school, and they're doing a raffle to raise money for, I don't even remember what, something at the school, right? Mm. And they're raffling off shotguns. No way. And and they're holding oh, the shotguns. Wow. That's and, cool. And you would come down to the field and get your shotgun and run right back up and sit in the stands or they'd go put it in their vehicle. But yeah, there were people sitting there like, oh my, my husband and I look at each other we're like, we are definitely not in California right now. <laughs> That's pretty but, cool, though. Isn't it cool? Yeah. That is amazing. And I mean, I mean, nothing ever happened. And to this day, I still don't. They're still doing it. That's crazy. Don't hear of any stories. Yeah, we, right. a of city folk awful happening. A city folk just don't know. <laughs> it's great. One of the 4-H events that I went to for raising money. They were auctioning this in California. They were auctioning off guns as well, which nice. you know always gets done. Yeah, that's and, that's always the thing. But. You couldn't take them. You oh. had to, like, you just got your ticket. The waiting period. You got to go get it. You have to wait two weeks. Boo. But there was someone, yes. obviously, from another state because they walked up, and the auctioneer's like, no, 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 what are you doing? You cannot take that right now. <laughs> He's like, where are you from? You definitely Jeez. don't live here. Uh, we, so in preparation of ducks, we also got this email from John. Hi, John. So I'm an avid duck hunter, and I prepare my ducks a few ways. Firstly, I only cook the breasts as there is such little meat on the rest of the bird. It's not worth all the extra work to get the meat. I also cook the meat without the skin, so that's where a lot of the oily and fatty taste comes from. Ah. My favorite way to cook duck is to butterfly the breast open, oh. fill with pickled jalapenos and cream cheese, Damn, yes! son. close and season with garlic, salt, and pepper, wrap the bacon, 
wrap it with bacon and then grill. Jesus. Cover the bar- cover with barbecue sauce and then serve with vegetables. Absolutely delicious. Oh, One of our buddies, man. I don't have my phone with me. That sounds like his recipe. It texted me that the, 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 the cream cheese, the jalapeno, oh, the whole yeah, yeah. Sounds so good. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. That makes duck sound really good. Like a, oh, it's like a duck jalapeno <laughs> popper. Exactly oh, right. The better. Oh. <laughs> I'm hungry. So we, uh, we we also had somebody asking, well, what about Rob's Cajun turkey recipe? And um, I, I just flippantly just referred to the website and the cookbooks. I said, oh, it's got to be there instead of being the professional that I should be and going and looking on the website. <laughs> Brianna has us covered, though. She did go and do the homework. She did the homework for me. Oh, thank you. Yes, thank you, Brianna. The yeah. uh, recipe is on radradio.com under Rob's poultry recipes. That makes sense. Uh, but I will add that. I'll make sure that we can add that link to the holiday recipes as well, just to avoid that confusion compu- moving forward. Yeah. Thank you, Brianna. Um, and speaking of guns and hunting, uh, we got this email to uh, rad at radradio.com from Zach. Hi, Zach. I heard Kyle say a while ago he got a firearm at NorCal Gun Vault. Oh, yeah. I was curious what he got. I got my first gun there and looking to get another soon, so I'm just wondering what and how he decided on what to get. Uh, yeah, I got a, a six-hour, nine-millimeter uh, P. P twenty six twenty two. I don't know. I don't know the name of the code, but um, yeah, it's it's cool. It's a nice little nine millimeter handgun. Um, it's got some um, a glow in the dark uh, sights on it, so in case intruders come into the house late at night, yeah, you know you're able to see like those. Um, or you know, if God forbid you have to use it in the night, it it, it is nice. Yeah. It fits so well in my hand, and I still have yet to even shoot the gun. I I plan on going out with my father here soon, but. It, it just sits in its lockbox right now. <laughs> I mean, the thing that we are, I'm, I, the thing we are at least lucky with here in California, one of the few things, is you can go up in the hills, right? Like, because there's other places where there's just specific, uh, certain states, right? Maybe the land is owned by so many of the citizens that there's not a lot of public land, and we have a lot of that, so you can kind of... Mm-hmm. Go, or can you still do that? Yeah. When I was younger, we'd go up in our hills here. Yeah, Just do I think target so. practice. Yeah, and... I think if you're far enough away from yeah. the main and roads. And there's a bank you can shoot into. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. Like, like a bank, you can get money, but you know, like a bank of like oh. dirt, like a hill. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, I never know <laughs> Oh, my you. goodness. Like you think oh. of a credit union or something? I never know with him. Jeez, no. Oh, my God. If we're doing a sponsor, I'm talking about shooting banks. No, no, no. Hell no. <laughs> Yay, good. Okay. The one thing Kyle is against is robbery. <laughs> that's that's good. Only because there's a rapper That's right. You know what? If I don't hear nothing or see nothing, it never oh happens. That's on you. Uh, so you, you can go visit uh, NorCal Gun Vault uh, there uh, in Rockland, and you can find them online at NorCalGunVault.com. And was that your first purchase of a, of a, a handgun? Yes, it was. Uh, so it was pretty easy to do for you? Um. Well, what sense was easy? They make you take a little test. Yeah. And I guess you can miss up to four. I missed two on it. That's good. So I, I was able to get my firearms license. And then uh, after that, you have to you, you, you pay for your, your firearm or you could pay half and then pick, pay half later. And uh, yeah, and you have to wait your, your waiting period and then you get to go pick it up. Easy enough. Yeah, I, I got a full, I got a perfect score. You did? When I took that test. Oh. Yeah. oh. Little, uh, <laughs> You know what? My little brother was giving me crap for it because he's really smart with weapons and guns. And he was like, you missed two? How'd you miss it? I was like, I just didn't know, man. I, I wouldn't say I'm smart with them, but I, I don't know. I just, I got them all right. I was very, I was like, yay. Right awesome. on. So yeah, do you remember what, which two you missed? No. Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, so 
when you uh, so just moving on, it's, there's no real way to segue this. Um, but do you have a particular perfume or cologne that you wear regularly, and do you change it up? How, how do you de- determine when, when it's time to change your scent? Oh man, when I feel like it's no longer working. So you just like you're just, used to it. Yeah, it just, you don't smell it anymore on yeah, yourself. Yeah, and it just feels like yeah, I'll just want to change it up. Yeah. So I I, I go through so many. That seems like know. a yearly thing for me. I always reserve the time around Christmas to go get a new smell, just because I feel like there's always a new deal and they always release something new. Um, and I just always it's always a mood based thing because yeah, I I end up just swearing it so frequently I just don't smell it. Yeah, anymore. and I, I <laughs> I'm on this weird kick right now, which makes it more difficult. Is that um, I, and I know this is gonna, this might sound weird to some people, but I am so fine with, obviously, I'm totally pro-hunting. I'm pro us all eating meat, you mm. know, the animals have to die for that and all of that. But the testing on animals just for our own, like for perfume, I, it bugs me. Or yeah. makeup. Oh. So yeah. I'm like, all the other perfumes I used to like, they can't claim they don't somewhere along the chain. So then finding the ones that you can verify do mm-hmm. not, mm-hmm. they smell good for five minutes. And then it literally wears off. Yeah. And you, so it's like you have to kind of carry it around in your purse. If you, or you just have to get really close, (laughs) right? Have your nose on the skin and you can smell it. So I'm just having trouble in that arena. So the the perfumes (laughs) and colognes that are tested on animals smell better and they're more more potent because of the tears of the animals. Yeah. And I don't know if they smell better because there's a lot of great smelling perfumes that they, it just lasts, it seems to last longer because more chemicals and stuff. Probably. Yeah. Right? I mean, you know, chemicals are good. For so, so if you're one of the one of our favorite smell, we were talking about a uh, our favorite smells. Even if it's something weird, what is a favorite smell of ours? A lot of people say like the the first rain when it hits oh, the pavement that man. always smells really good. Yeah. A lot of people say patchouli, oh, um, yeah. but yeah. a lot of people don't like it and it induces headaches. Other people said uh, the old books. Like in a oh library, gosh, smells yeah. really good. Well, a British company is in the process of developing a perfume that smells like the yellow pages. Huh? Well, really? first of all, you got to remind people about that. Who the <laughs> hell even gets the yellow pages? I mean, they throw <laughs> them on our driveway and they just go right into the it, into the garbage can. You can literally huh. make it smell like whatever you want because no one knows what that smells like. I no one remember. has it in their house and is going to test it and go, oh, no, not mm, quite that, the yellow pages. That's not authentic. <laughs> Um, is that why it's, it's a perfume so, now? Is because everybody forgot about it, and now it's just like a smell everybody still likes? Well, that's so weird. Way to get on that. They say that it's a timeless <laughs> it's like... and familiar scent. Mm. The fragrance has notes of bergamot and lemon, followed by the rich, woody scents of cedar and musk with sweet vanilla. I No. No. No, it smells like dirty paper. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like musty. Like if you want to smell like the yellow pages, you smell like your grandma. Yeah. Like it smells like mothballs and dust. Right, bottle that smell up. (laughs) (laughs) Seems like a joke, but they're actually making this available. The perfume will be called Eau de Yellow Pages, like Eau de Pacentos. And it's going to be available later this year. So uh, it's a good holiday gift item for your loved ones if you want to smell like an old dusty book. That's a bad idea. So what was the difference between the Yellow Pages and the White Pages? 
The oh, white yeah, is. Yeah. I think the white pages are. Uh, are they just residential yeah, only? Yeah, the yellow business. Okay. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes more sense. But the huh. yellow pages they did have for a while there. They combined the businesses with the. Oh, did they? Because I only residents. remember going through the white pages to look for people to crank call. It, yeah, that's exactly. what fun we had as <laughs> yeah. kids. Oh, we would have gotten yeah. along. Oh man, <laughs> different times. Just randomly like shuffle it and go, bam, you. <laughs> so, uh, just as a, this might be a shocker to everybody, the number one body part gym rats really want to get chiseled. Is what do you think? Abs. abs. That's it. Abs <laughs> are number one out of uh, 285,000 fitness enthusiasts, and asked which part of their body they love to really get chiseled. It is their abs. Then 22 percent said their broad, muscular shoulders, and 60 percent said a V-shaped back. Big Ooh. arms are fourth. Then it's strong legs, and big pecs are next with eight percent of the vote. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, you, you, every gym person has has their different favorite muscles. You can always yeah. tell when they skip leg day because uh, oh, they just have like those little tiny uh, pencil legs and then yeah. their whole top of their body is all yeah. jacked. And obviously there are just normal people that don't get, that do this, but they're not like crazy about it, right? Mm. They just enjoy it and it's something that is a part of their life. But I dated one too many dudes where it was just, ugh. God, annoying. Annoying. Mm. Bro, time for my shake. <laughs> you know, they bring their own cooler of food everywhere. And they would constantly look at their back to make sure it had the... It's so <laughs> self-absorbed and self-obsessive like that. Yeah. yeah. It's just ridiculous. There are... Like, that's to the extreme. Looking good, feeling good. It, no, it, well, uh, not always, Kyle. And that's I think ridiculous. There's a, ba- there's a nice line of... There's a balance there. You know, a you can be proud balance. of yourself. But if somebody's just so narcissistic that all they're doing is taking selfies of their backs and their tries... And I, Thighs. And in all fairness to Kyle, it comes. That's a, there are so many things you say when you come from an eating disordered background, and that's one of them. Nothing tastes as good as thin feels, <laughs> and looking good means feeling good. And no, I can point to a million people in my lifetime that felt awful, but you'd look at them and go, "Wow, they must feel great. Look at their body." And on the inside, they're dying oh, and they're rotting. So it doesn't always equate that. Yeah, but, uh, at yeah, all. Yeah, but when you you you're chubby and you lose a little bit of weight and you're able to put some nice clothes on. On, you go out and you look yeah. in the mirror and like, damn, I look good. I feel good. I'm so proud of myself. It yeah. should be. No, that is yeah. like, that's, you know what? That's like the normal, healthy. And I know that's what you're representing, right? But it's like, I, I want to make sure I point out the other side of it mm-hmm. that can be very dysfunctional and uh, toxic and for I, people. I think, Kyle, you're a perfect example of walking that line of balance of yeah. being proud of how you look and, and you know, being a gym rat and proud of what you, the work you're doing, but also not just overly exposing yourself and, no, and you know but you I, don't have any eating disorders yeah. you're no. not like disordered oh, about God. it you know <laughs> yeah you're a, you're like the normal person that goes about doing this and i mean that in like the most positive way i right? love food too much oh you know? <laughs> but that's why you work out right so you can, that, yeah. you can spoil yourself a little bit right oh, i work out so i can feel better i can be more <laughs> agile and so i can actually do pull-ups you know in case oh, like the yeah. apocalypse happens i can run away from See? the zombies the <laughs> no, fat won't be the fatty who I, dies first i love that is like goals right you're like you, all the things you mentioned were like just physical things you, you're able to do mm. as opposed to you're like, I got to have a V-shaped back, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're so, like, I want to be agile and healthy and move around. So how often do you go to the gym now, Kyle? Three to four times a week. And you're still going with uh, Train With Map? Oh, yeah. Every morning. I, this morning it was 2 a.m. I was in there. I started pushing his sled and then Stairmaster <laughs> for 10 minutes and then I hit the weights. Are you the only one in there usually? or No, there's this other guy. I think his name's yeah. Kevin. He pops in about 1.30, so 
when Damn. he's done, I think he's done with his day. Like he's going to bed afterwards. Okay, and yeah, then yeah. I'm waking up and we say our highs and buys. And sometimes we work out together for like 10, 15 minutes. And then he's usually out the door. I mean, good for him. That yeah. it's like the end of his day. He's a big Jeez. boy too. And yeah. he shredded some weight. He's looking really good now. Good for him. Yeah. I, I always admired that with people that my husband's one of those two. That it's after their day's done. It's their last thing, and they work out. I was when I was a, a, a crazy workout person all the time. It had to be first thing in the morning or right after the show. Yeah, that's it. Period. Like later in the afternoon, at night, end of day. Yeah. Uh-uh. Never, never, I, I, never. I commend Kyle yeah. for being able to get up before the show in the middle of the night to go to the gym. That's, yeah, that's really respectable. Just go to bed yeah. early. Uh, if you want to uh, look as good and as chiseled as Kyle, you can go to uh, trainwithmap.com and uh, join join up the the. There's a online app that you could do all the workouts anywhere in the world but there's also the gyms in roseville and granite bay um they also have the nutritional line with all the protein powders the multivitamins uh kyle's favorite smasher yeah. the pre-workout it gets you um, going. and it's all available online at trainwithmap.com Whoa. uh let's play treble trouble right now it's brought to you by fast action pest control servicing not only the entire red radio team but also the entire sacramento area as well as davis stockton and most of the east bay area Find them online at fastactionpestcontrol.com. We've got a pair of tickets to see Bill Burr this Saturday night at the Damn. Reno Event Center. Yes. Yeah, nice. so yesterday, I, I pre-promoted incorrectly that we were going to have some more Janet Jackson tickets, but we gave away the last pair yesterday. Oh, so sorry, folks. <laughs> we're moving on to Bill Burr, uh, an amazing comedian. He's yeah. hilarious. He's going to be at the Reno Event Center this Saturday. Um, and for Trouble Trouble, we'll play you a three-second song clip of a song. You give us the title and you win. Caller 18 guesses first, then 19, and then 20. And if none of you know the winner... <laughs> Comedic droplets everywhere and no winner. We need a winner. 888-989-9011 for Trouble Trouble right now. Rob. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show. Rhinopalooza 2023 is Saturday, November 18th at South 40 in Reno, beginning at 10 a.m. Details at radradio.com. In about uh, 90 minutes, we're going to be joined by Shelby Elias from the United Wholesale Lending and Finance Shelby FinanceWithShelby.com. Uh, they'd probably appreciate it if I said the website correctly. <laughs> Um, Shelby will be joining us live on air today uh, at 8.30. If you have any questions about uh, buying a home, selling a home, refinancing mortgages, lending, all that stuff, you can email us to rad at radradio.com. I've already got a couple of questions about HELOCs, which he will be covering. I'll be talking about a new HELOC program um, and some other things happening in the housing market. Uh, That's all going to be happening today at 8.30 with Shelby Elias. Let's get to Treble Trouble. We've got a pair of tickets to see comedian Bill Burr this Saturday night at the Reno Event Center for call or for Treble Trouble. We have caller 18. That's Tony. Good morning. Hey, what's up? What up? Caller 19 is uh, Matt. Good morning. What's up? What's up? And Vince, your caller 20. What's up? Uh, for Trouble Trouble, we have a classic soul song 
from 1972. Okay, come on. You better get this. <laughs> it's a classical soul song from 1972. Tony, what do you think the song is? Very superstitious. Mm. <laughs> Sorry. Matt, what do you think the song is? Superstition. Right, it is uh, Stevie Wonder, the one and only, and uh, the song is Superstition. When you believe in things that you don't understand, and you suffer. We've got two more chances for you to win. Uh, Bill Burr tickets. Why am I spacing on that? We just started giving it away. It's a new transition. Yeah, it is a new transition. Uh, Bill Burr tickets coming up at 8 and 9 o'clock. Have any of you heard of the girlfriend effect? What's that? Is that Uh, a show? It's like it's a a new online trend. Oh. Um, People are talking about it because uh, the idea is that you look hotter when you're taken. So a, a boyfriend... They'll take a picture, the girlfriends will take a picture before they're in a relationship, and then they'll put it next to a, a picture of them while they're in a relationship. And apparently they look happier is when they're taken. Oh. This is a fairly new thing. Yeah, because usually it's the opposite. You always make sure you look really good, then you catch them, and then it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. <no>. Then, <laughs> you get, then you get fappy, <laughs> and the whole honeymoon right, you, stage you is both done. get fappy. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, all right. Yeah. Uh, so but, now, now we're doing it backwards. So the online trend is a woman shows photos of her boyfriend before and after they got together. The implication is that you guys get a glow up because their ladies are helping him with fashion and grooming. I, I mean, that could be true, but what about a guy who's already in touch with his fashion and his grooming? Or doesn't want to be. Or, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but it's, the case is, I mean, maybe a guy gets a boost of confidence for being in a relationship or making a stronger effort to look sharp. Oh, this is the yeah. guy that looks better. Yeah, sorry. Oh, okay. Totally terrible setup. I there. thought it was, okay, I thought they were saying <laughs> the girls look better. But no, that made sense. Okay, nope. My better hearing skills because girlfriend effect. Mm-hmm. It's not from them having a boyfriend. It's from the dudes having a girlfriend that the dudes look better. Yes. Well, of course they do. That's right. <laughs> Absolutely. We always make you better. Yeah. <laughs> and as long as you're in a happy relationship, you're, just, yeah. you're always going to look happier. Yeah, yeah, You're going to yeah. have a little bit of a glow. Yeah, yeah, for um, sure. As women do it the other way around. So but, you, you, know. you kids on TikToks are all doing this this trend, but that's that's why it became a new Yeah, story. and it's always been a thing, yeah. but we have to act like it's new. Yeah, of course. And name it. That makes it, yes. The we never had a name effect. for it. Right. So girl, we just had a we'll make you better so do we'll change you <laughs> uh, does anybody go commando on a regular basis yeah like no. out in public yeah just just in general no not, not unless like uh i'm like working out and the underwear is low in the drawer and you don't only have the uncomfortable pair left so you just put basketball shorts on and wing it for the day when i used to wear jeans like literally every day of my life mm-hmm. i never wore underwear <laughs> but like now when i wear jeans i do because I've just gotten used to wearing underwear. So, but, well, yeah. I think with jeans, commando is a little bit more, 
it's it's less comfortable because the inside of of denim just seems like it's more yeah, uncomfortable. I, have, I, I don't even know why now. I just never wanted underwear on wearing jeans. I don't know. <laughs> uh, well, in a new poll, uh, going commando, not wearing underwear under your pants is uh, a third of Americans say that they do it. Forty uh, percent of people say that they never go commando, though. Seven uh, percent those freaks say that they go commando all the time. They don't believe in underwear. Oh, God. Yeah. No, underwear's comfortable. Yeah, I mean... Oh, let me tell you when I would run into a problem, when I didn't wear underwear, and I would be wearing... this back years and years ago. I wore jeans every day. And then I would go shopping for clothes, and I'm like, I can't try these on. Because what if I don't buy them? Right? Don't they give you, like... They don't give you any undergarments to wear. Not like the shoes. When you try on shoes, they give you those, like, those stocking socks. They they don't have anything for the undergarments? No. Oh. Right, so if you're trying on a pair of pants, you have no underwear on. Now you're getting all your gunk on that, Ooh. and you're like, "Oh, yeah, I don't want it." Yeah, I didn't <laughs> you're pay for that. Uh. Yeah. Um, uh. That was just a shameless. Uh, <laughs> just we just talk about going underwearless. Uh, that was just a fun story. <laughs> um, there is a uh, fashion brand called Mew Mew. They're selling the most expensive pair of underwear that's priced at fifty six hundred dollars. They're made of silk, wool, and a ton of sequins. Is this like your last pair you'll ever need well, and you don't ever have to wash them? The trend is people are wearing them outside of their so people are wearing underwear just openly out in public. These fancy underwear. So it's so it's, that they could be seen because they're so expensive. So like shorts. Yeah. So they're basically just like booty shorts. They look like shorts or they look like underwear. They look like they're like white booty shorts just with a ton of sequins all over them. Okay. Um, so in addition to the fifty six hundred dollars sequin skivvies, the brand lists a pair of cashmere panties for more than a thousand dollars and floral embroidered nylon underwear for one thousand four hundred and twenty dollars. That's dumb. Who would pay that much That's for so underwear? That's stupid. People oh my god. That I think maybe have too much money and think we want to see this and they think they look good doing it just give because us- it costs that much there are things that cost a lot that are still ugly the price tag doesn't then all of a sudden make it great yeah money doesn't buy class all the time <laughs> oh, God. So, um, so you can find those online if you no. want to buy some overly priced oh, underwear that sounds terrible i really want to know how comfortable they are i just want to try it uh, just to, just to see <laughs> just yeah. see if it's worth it i mean five grand's a you know and in my case, that's, that's, that's a good chunk of money. I'm not spending it on underwear, but I, I want to see what it's like, just to see. Yeah, yeah, is it just for how they look, or are they actually comfortable? Yes. Yeah. And is it one of those things like where you break it, you buy it, if you try it on, and you get your <laughs> gunk all over it, do you, are you automatically charged the $5,600? Yeah, we'll put that on layaway. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a layaway plan here? I don't for, know. For underwear. <laughs> right? Can I pay you $10 a month for this $5,600 pair of underwear? That's great. Oh, oh man. I loved layaway as a kid. Do they even still do that? I, I don't know. Remember it came back for do. a while. Yeah. I remember Rob reading that. Was that in 2020? Yeah. Some because places were starting to do it. I, yeah. I remember my parents getting all of a lot of our Christmas presents on layaway oh, yeah. at, at Kmart. I don't know how many Kmart's there are left. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I, oh my I, God. Yes. Always at Kmart. Blue light special. That's right. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine layaway for underwear? It's <laughs> yeah. a priority. I loved hearing those stories where someone would, someone really wealthy would come in and pay everyone's layoff. Mm. Lay, oh. Wait, what was it called? Layaway. Oh, layaway. Oh, yeah. that's, oh, that's right. cool. Okay. Yeah. Isn't it? It's like Love that. The person coming in the, the restaurant, we talked about this last yeah. week about somebody 
paying the bill and just mm-hmm. sneaking off and doing that. That's a really good idea. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Halloween is just around the corner. And uh, last week we were talking about uh, ghosts, haunted places. There was a woman in uh, New Mexico who uh, lives in a house that was built in the 1920s. So naturally it's haunted. Yes. If anything was built, built around that time frame. And if it is Victorian, 100% there's a ghost. Absolutely. And so the, the lady was uh, talking to her landlord, who she found on Facebook uh, for some reason. I don't know why they have a direct connection. Uh, but the landlord was expecting to hear from her because of the land the homeowner knew about all these things. Uh, the kid that lives at the home sees this guy in a top hat outside of his bathroom. Um, the cats see things. There's chairs moving around in the lower yeah, no area. Bye. And the lady doesn't want to move out. Um, yeah, she loves it, but we never found out if her kids love it. No, she, yeah. What kind of trauma are we uh, yes. are we doing here? Um, Lord. Uh, so, in response to that, we we have a lot of uh, emails that came in of people who have experiences with ghosts, um, and I feel like this is a good opportunity to remind you that on our Halloween show, we will be having Aww. Scooby and Shaggy. Uh, A.K.A. <laughs> Melissa and Brent from SackSpirit.com. They're paranormal investigators. They've been featured on the show many times, and it's become a Halloween tradition to have them on the air uh, to talk about what they're doing with Sack Spirit, and uh, they can answer your questions if you have any questions about the other side, um, and they'll be able to answer those. But it's always a great time to have them on. Uh, but I kind of wanted to throw out these uh, remaining ghost stories uh, just to uh, kill some time here till we get to the bottom <laughs> of the hour. This is from No Name. Hey, No Name. When I was 18, my best friend passed away on a snowboard trip I was supposed Aww. to go to. Sorry, for man. Mo- for months, I blamed myself for not being there to possibly save him. I'm Aww. pretty sure ghosts can visit you in your dreams because I have a vivid dream of him telling me it was not my fault. Of course it's not. I woke up in tears and it held me, helped me heal from the loss. This was 2005 and I still remember that dream to this day. Oh. Um, that is that is pretty. Isn't it what we do to ourselves, thinking that we would save someone, and it just tortures us? It's mm-hmm. like no. Um, there is uh, th- we got this email from Lori. Hey Lori. One place I used to live had something. Everyone who visited me felt it, but I never gave it a thought. Probably didn't want to accept it, but because I couldn't afford to move. One day I heard kids laughing and playing while running up and down the stairs. Uh-huh. I opened the door to tell my kids to stop being so loud inside the building. And there was nobody there. Oh, no! My kids were outside playing in the yard. Yeah, I think uh, kids, ghosts, kids who are ghosts are way more frightening than like an old, scary, creepy dude, I think. (laughs) You just get a picture of of all those kids from the Freddy movies. Yes, all the Or the twins from Shining. Exactly. Chucky. You know, any any childish figure seems way creepier. Right, because kids are innocent and pure, so you don't expect that from them. Mm -hmm. And then they put out these movies where the kids are scary. (laughs) Exactly that. You don't want the the kid ghosts. I don't know. I think I'd much rather have a kid ghost because they would probably be a little more friendly. They wouldn't be, obviously they passed away, but maybe they didn't have as much of a burden of life as, say, the older creepy man ghost, where he's, the creepy old man ghost would be angry and bitter and wondering why he can't cross over to the other side and then takes it out on the people he haunts whereas the kids are like what are we doing here what do i do i don't know so more like a, a kid would be more like casper the friendly ghost because they're, they're still <laughs> innocent they don't have any grudges they're not trying to uh haunt you and get yeah, you kicked yeah. out of the this house is, it's not how it is 
the scary movies. <laughs> no. the, the kids want you dead. Yeah, all the kids. Hello, <laughs> Children of the Corn. Look it up. Oh, that's a creepy movie. Yes, it is. Oh. Uh, we got this email from Brandy. Hi, Brandy. I always know my grandmother is around because I will find one of my earrings that was in my ear with the rubber back on it on the ground, which is physically impossible. So I'm guessing that she had one in her ear, it falls off, and the backing is still on it. Uh, this started just one day after she passed away and has been happening once or twice a year ever since. Maybe that or maybe you're just getting drunk and you're forgetting that you take off your, your earring. Oh, wait, so the ear, earring falls off, yeah, but the back is on the earring. When you find the earring, yeah. the back is on the, yeah. That's... When she was wearing, so the, she, just a very specific trick Right, that, that she's doesn't playing. happen. Like, no. you, she's right. I mean, usually if your earring falls out, it's separate from the backing. Mm-hmm. You find them separately. You're always like, oh, my God, there's the backing, but where's the earring or vice versa? Yeah. Um, that's that's yeah. very specific. That's very strange. It's, that's a kiss from an angel, as they say. Uh, uh, we got this email from Michael. Hi, Michael. I've always lived in haunted houses and have come to realize spirits are drawn to me for some reason. I was renting a house with a friend that had a lot of activity. When I moved out, all the activity at the house stopped. The house I moved into, which, according to my wife, never had any activity, started having a lot of weird things happen. I saw in the reflection of a window that uh, a shadow of a man with a trench coat Ooh. and top hat pulled down, go, go across the room behind me. A top hat pulled down, so like covering his face, trench coat. Like that is a typical vision of a, of a creepy type of I spectrum. am running straight to a bathtub with holy water. I do not want to carry these things around me. They're literally following him wherever he goes. No, thank you. A few days later, Jeez. my wife said she saw a shadow go across the living room. We went into different rooms and both drew what we saw and our drawings were identical. So they didn't they didn't compare notes. They just said, what, what did you see? Let's draw it and let's And Whoa. you're just living with this. Mm-hmm. You're just nonchalantly writing this email like, oh, this is my life. That's kind of cool. We no. had an empty picture in uh we had an empty picture sitting on the drying mat in the kitchen fly off the counter. We were laying in bed and every picture on, only one wall all fell at the exact same time. So all these pictures came falling down Ooh. except for one. Wow. And what was that one picture of like was it some sort of sign that they wanted you to see that? Probably picture? a picture of like their religious spiritual Ooh. person. You, you need yeah. an exorcism. You need someone from every religion there is to come to your house. Once we made it, get it out of you. Once we made it very clear what it was, it was not welcome in our home, and it all stopped. Oh, they made clear that it was. They told it. Oh, it was so not now welcome. We to, okay. So now they are no longer. Oh, okay. So that's that's a good way to do it. I all remember right. Melissa from Sac Spirit saying, "Yeah, if you just if you say out loud, if you declare you are not wanted here, that's a good." form of defense now all of you skeptics out there are probably going oh okay so you just say it out loud the ghosts just go away <laughs> well oh. skeptics don't even believe that there are spirits no all this right? is just mumbo and yeah, 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 yeah. so with all your ghost hunting experience i know you've gone on a few of them with the ghost hunters brandon do you know if ghosts are attracted to anything in particular like why they present themselves to certain people no i think a lot of the times it's either an attachment like from a loved one who it carries over and wants to maintain contact with that loved one. Other times the spirits are attached to a certain place because of whatever they experienced at that place. Um, so houses and like specific locations carry energy, like and re- repetitions of the energy that, that happened prior to them dying. So like if somebody were brutally murdered in a house, this would be the only time that I wouldn't move into a home that, that had some somebody die in it if it was like a brutal murder if somebody died of natural causes i'd be okay with that because then you know that spirit wasn't holding any sort of grudges or has any violent intent um but when it comes to like a, a violent murder you know that that type of 
uh, activity would have a stain energetically in that area. But I, I honestly don't know if there's any, like any specific attractions that spirits have to people, like especially in my experience as a paranormal investigator. You're reminding me of... Have, Either of you watched Platonic on Apple TV? I haven't even heard of Seth it. Seth Rogen and that actress. She's a great actress. She's in a lot of stuff. She was in Bridesmaid. She was like the rich wife. And oh, what is her name? You all would know her if you, yeah, uh, oh. if you saw her and said the name. But so they're basically best friends from a long time ago and they reconnect. And that's all it is. They're just best friends. There's no romantic connection or is anything. Is it Rose Brine? Yes, yes. Okay. And so, and she's married to someone else in the TV show. It's a great, it's a great TV show. But you reminded me because during the whole, there's like 10 episodes. One of the themes is her and her husband are trying to find a house and they live in L.A. And so it's just become like impossible because so expensive and everything they find, it's just there's something terribly wrong. And so they finally come upon one. This is in episode 10. And they're like, it's like the perfect house. They're like, oh, my God, this is checking off all the boxes. What, what What's going on Too here? Too good to be true. And the realtor's <laughs> like, well, you know, to do, to do. And, you know, it was like this massive horrific murder that mm. happened in the house. But other than that, it's great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they both look at each other, they're like, we don't even care because they finally, right, they're like, and she's like, and the realtor's like, just don't Google whatever the names were. And they're like, yep, nope, we're just ignoring it. We are buying this house. We finally found one. Yeah, I mean, if everything <laughs> is, like, right. if everything else is checking all those boxes, you might make an exception. They're, yeah, it was, it was great for the yeah. know, comedic value of well, it. But do you think when we're all saying, do you think when, when you or I say spirits and people say ghosts, we're saying the same thing. You just I think, think so. people call yeah. them something different. Yeah. And I think that the like demons or poltergeists, like those have more serious implications. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. ghosts and spirits are, are one and the same and they are harmless. Or light. They're just there. Yeah. You know, they're just present. Yeah. Um, so we were talking about how children ghosts seem to be the most creepy, just based on our experience watching scary movies and, and just the, the idea of a, a kid just kind of innocently playing in the in the shadows as a, as a ghost is uh, it's just creepy. Uh, we got this email from Jen. Hi, Jen. She says, I am convinced that children ghosts don't exist. I am a firm believer in God, and I just don't believe that God would ever let a child be left behind or lost uh, in the in-between like that. So I 100% believe that any spirit that is a child is demonic to trick our human minds, and I want nothing to do with it. Yeah, I mean, I, I uh, yeah. It, it, yeah, I hear you. Some of it, I'm like, mm, no, that doesn't sound right. That 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 is the evil side messing with your mind, mm-hmm. thinking you're having contact with some people you shouldn't be having contact with. Mm-hmm. What if what if it's uh, something completely different? Like there's the theory of multiple parallel universes, and maybe our consciousness is picking up and seeing through to another universe, and we're just seeing the ghostly image of whatever's going on. I kind of I, I kind of believe that the, the, the string theory where there's multiple dimensions that, that there's multiple versions of our lives happening in parallel and mm-hmm. all the circumstances that might be happening and the different decisions that we make that it's just got to phrase off in a multiple possibility it could be uh, so many mo- the multiverse theory is very interesting and I it could be that we're just piercing through that veil of the other dimensions. I if, wonder about that. If you that. want to get really sci-fi about it. Yeah, I don't wonder about that at all. <laughs> no? <laughs> no, not uh, at all. We got this uh, email from Heidi. Hi, Heidi. On multiple occasions, our metal screen on our front door makes a loud knocking or shaking noise as if someone is trying to grab the door- doorknob and open it. <laughs> it's so loud that my three dogs bark at it and go to the door. Oh, oh God. Oh, I al- no! also have multiple cameras by where my ring says, there is a person at your door. Oh, I hate that. Never is. What? Ever. Yep. It will. 
it will say there's a person there. And those things are pretty good. Like, they yeah. can delineate between, like, a bug or a car driving by. Oh, oh mine doesn't. No, I get oh. notifications all the time when I'm, like, looking and I see, like, a bigger tr- box truck drive by. And yeah. I'm on a, a second story of uh, a complex, so it dr- it'll, it'll say, motion at your front door. I'll look. I'm like, oh, so who left a package? Nothing. It's always a truck driving by. Mm. Or it's or it's a bird or something, something oh, in no. the corner. It picks it up. Wow, it's very sensitive. It is, yeah. <laughs> so maybe that's just what your sensitivity setting is too high here, Heidi. I, 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 do you guys ever get freaked out when you pull your cameras up that you're going to see something that like, should yes. be there? And not even a ghost, just like a man with an axe. Especially yes. at night. Yes. Staring into the camera, just yes. right into it. Yeah. Uh, the hubby and I have reviewed every single inch and every single second of each video looking for evidence. It's not the wind or any other common sense thing that we could think of. I've always felt like there has been some form of spirit near me my entire life. So I just say, hello, thanks for visiting again, which is a good way to go about it. I'd be like, hello, get the hell out. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> the power of Christ compels you. <laughs> uh, and go back to the, the moving into a house, uh, if it has any history of death, like... I, I would be fine if somebody died of natural causes, yeah. but if it was a brutal murder, I, uh-uh. I, I'd probably pass. Um, so I wonder if Shelby uh, from financewithshelby.com, he's going to be here in about an hour um, being in real estate. What if he's come across I that? wonder if he's ever come yeah. up, and how does he deal with it? How does he address that with people? Um, has it ever created any yeah. obstacles for him? So that'll be a good question. Did you, guys, you guys are reminding me of all these shows I've seen. Um, it, just, it was a movie that just came out, and it was on maybe Netflix or Hulu. It had Justin Timberlake. Um, and he was a realtor, and he, he, uh, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, he ended up killing his wife, but he is acting like, you know, just the sad husband. Anyway, she- Reptile? Yes, yes. Yes. So she was, she was murdered in one of the houses that they were showing to people to buy, and they can- Continue with having that house on the market, but people would show up just to like want to go up to the room <laughs> and and see the room where it happened. Oh, and this man. one couple Ooh. that was creepy because I'm like, okay, this is too real because I'm sure there's people like this. This one couple didn't really want to buy it. They were going up there mm-hmm. to all, but they took it a step further. They not only wanted to see where it happened, she's laying down in the position of the woman that got murdered mm-hmm. and getting basically turned on by it. And the dude's taking photos. I'm like, oh my God. People are freaking weird. Oh, man. You know that happens in real life. The things, oh, you do. Yeah. There's got to be weirdos like that. Maybe you want to have a date and go to the mortuary, Mm, look at some raw meat. Uh, Phone number is 888 989 9811. Good morning, Eric. Hello, Eric. Eric? You called us. I think that's me. It's Derek. Oh, okay. Sorry, Derek. Yeah, sorry about that. Eric, Derek. Same thing. I just want to share my own little. A spooky story. So my parents moved into a house about eight years ago. Uh, when I first got back from the military, I stayed with them for a few months. And I remember about midnight, getting out of bed, trying to go downstairs to get a drink of water. I make it about halfway down the stairs, and the Alexa that's in the kitchen downstairs all of a sudden, all of a sudden just goes, I don't know what you mean by that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I was like, nope, I ain't doing it. I'm going back <laughs> upstairs. And yeah. Found out that mm-hmm. the previous owner actually killed himself in the house. Oh. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Oh. Nice. So, so I, I didn't need any more water after that. No. It, oh. Did he say he was in the military? <laughs> Eric, were yeah. you, did you say you were in the military? Uh, I was. As soon yeah, as I they... got back, I stayed with my parents for a few months until I got my own place, and uh, I couldn't get out of there quick enough. Yeah, no, thank you for oh, your yeah. service. I didn't want to say thank you for your service, and you'd be like, huh? <laughs> I'm a garbage well, truck He didn't guy. say anything. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, thank I mean, you thank for, you. Thank yeah. you for your service, too. 
Uh, we got this email uh, from Rodney. Hey, Rodney. I reached out to Melissa from SackSpirit.com because I was seeing orbs on the baby monitor. Uh, my daughter is almost two. We should. We would see her playing peekaboo with someone. Oh. Long story short, my parents uh, have been uh, dealing with this for several years and are visiting my daughter. I'm sorry. My parents have been dead for several years and are visiting my daughter. That's cool. Dad is moving things around the apartment, and Mom is playing with my daughter. If we aren't paying attention to my daughter, something will move or fall. I think my daughter sees and points them out. My wife swears she's my dad out of the corner of her eye. She sees my dad out of the corner of her eye. Excuse me. Sorry. Uh, Melissa was amazing with her reading. Much healing and love. I, I don't wow. know. That's just that's sweet, but also kind of messed up. Like, yeah, I don't micromanage like a little bit, a little bit of helicopter parenting from beyond. Right. You're, you're dead. Go. Yeah. Go, well, go somewhere yeah. else. Probably they haven't moved on to the other <laughs> yeah. side yet. They still have some problems left on Earth they need to fix. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. And now back to Rad Radio. See, you miss it when I don't mention the brine, don't you? Haha. Get your 2023 Rad Turkey brine now from the stupid store at radradio.com. We got this email to rad at radradio.com from Jorge. Hey, Jorge. Say, Good morning, Rad. Can you please make a birthday shout out to my wife, Sandra? She turns 37 today. Oh, that's still so young. Yeah, it's, it's young. It's how old I am. I'm young. <laughs> All she wanted was a birthday shout out and for me to finish painting the house today. Aww. She is my rock, an amazing wife, and she is my person. Aww, Without good. her, our family wouldn't work. Uh. Love, Jorge, Angel, Nevea, Mo, and Rip. That's Aww, a lot. I love that. Well, it sounds like it's a Mexican family. So. Oh, happy, happy <laughs> birthday. I am. I can make happy that comment. That's right. <laughs> family people in the Mexican tribe. Yeah, yeah. Um, we have some uh, food news now, Yay. and I have an intro for that, and I'm gonna you play do? it right now. Is it the food button? Food yeah. brings the people <laughs> together, both in good times and in bad weather. Sharing a meal, sharing a laugh, raise a glass. It's a simple pleasure we all have. is food about news. How about news about food? <laughs> there we go. Just I think to, it sounded right so to me. Just to pull the curtain back a little bit. Um, <laughs> I am, I'm having a day, and I think I just, I don't know if I'm just not getting good enough rest oh, or what it is, but yeah. I, I've been making a lot of mistakes, and it's just, it's tripping me up, so I just have to apologize. But they're not dance. mistakes we know. Yeah, what mistakes? Yeah, I, Sam, right? yeah, see, I know it's just me, but I yeah. just had to say it just to get it off my chest. So Sometimes I'm not that letting helps. It boil up and something. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, but uh, this is a good opportunity since I've already derailed the food news segments to uh, <laughs> let you know that we're going to be doing the Dogwoods Resort Canine Camp oh, during the, big little puppies. the next break at the top of the hour. And it's actually going to be featuring a live canine cam because I have my dog, Walter, oh, yeah, in Walter. the house. 
He's currently sleeping at uh, Kyle's feet because that's his spot inside mm-hmm. the producer's studio. It's creepy. He sleeps with his eyes open. Yeah, and he snores. <laughs> he Is he does? snoring really loud? Mm-hmm. Yes. With his eyes open? They're like yes. cartly open. You can tell like it's not his eyeball. Like He's got like his little under eye, like the white part. Uh, yeah. And it just... It is creepy. It oh is. Oh my god, that is. Do you like shut it? No, no. no. Sometimes it's worry. It's worrisome because I'll see him sleeping on the couch and his eyes are closed, uh, open. Yeah. But he's breathing really slowly because he's just like oh. in that deep sleep. You're where like, just, is he alive? Yeah. yeah. So I have to put my hand on him just to oh. feel if he's breathing. Oh yeah. I, I mean, if there's a way to go, like that would be the way to go. Like in yes. the sleep and no, no pain, no disease, nothing like that. Um, so I would hope that it, when it, that time does come, that it's something like peaceful like that. Yeah. Not to bring everything down here. No, but you know but... what else? I know this sounds selfish, but you know, the, you know what else? Another reason to add to that why that would be lovely is there's no decision you have to make. Exactly. You don't have to be the one to murder your dog at the end of their life. It's the hardest thing ever. Right? That oh. you, you, that's all you want them to do. No, you you decide. You do it. So. Uh, oh damn it! Now I have to decide. So Ralter is alive and well, and he will be featuring. <laughs> <laughs> on the uh, canine cam coming up at the uh, at the top of the hour uh, on Rad TV. Uh, so back to the food pile. Uh, who likes KFC here? Oh my God, oh, I, I, I love it. I haven't had it in a million years, but when I've had it, love. We had it all the time at my grandma Queenie's house oh, growing up. It's so oh, good. Yeah, take that gravy and you take the crispy chicken and you dip it in the gravy mm. with a little bit of mashed potato. So good. Now, oh. extra crispy. Do you get them extra crispy? Yes, I do. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's you gotta, gotta get an extra. extra crispy. Yes. yes. Oh, and uh, a. Uh, are you a breasts and, and wings kind of person? Are you breasts only? Like, how do you get your bucket? Do you, do you prefer, like, certain cuts, certain uh, pieces so of meat? In the Kyle household, I am not picky. Yeah. It's just whatever they put in the bucket. I prefer the breasts. They're bigger pieces. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I feel like the drumsticks aren't as meaty. So I prefer to the breast. Yeah. As, as a kid, I only wanted the drumsticks. Yeah. Well, they're, they're fun. the drumsticks. You get yeah, to be yeah, like yeah. a cave person and you get to eat off the bone like yeah, that. Yeah. The last time I had really, really good fried chicken was at this fried chicken spot in Texas and best I've ever had in my life. Mm-hmm. And it was the breast. Oh, oh so, good. so good. Oh, my God. And, of course, their side dishes are amazing as well. You can't not get their uh, mashed potatoes. Oh, my yep. God. Oh. You know their instant mashed potatoes are not so homemade. What? They're but heaven, they, right? they are. Oh, it's such they're a comforting inst- food. They're not any instant mashed potatoes we're able to make at home. No, they're, they're so, so yeah. good. Yeah. There's something special it's about like them. It's like whipped to perfection. Yeah, it's, it's so good. And I don't want to know know what makes them special no okay we don't want to no. know how the sausage is made or no. how these potatoes are mashed um so the, their mac and cheese though is not one of my favorites do you guys like the KFC yes. mac and cheese i love it i know it's it's an unpopular opinion but i think it's delicious all right yeah, so uh-uh. you might like this new product that they're coming out with and it's a limited time thing kfc is putting chicken with mac and cheese in wraps i'm down which they, they they're not popular enough to be a uh, permanent item, but it is a limited item. Oh, I see what this is. It's a way to sell their mac and cheese. (laughs) I guess I'm the only person who likes it. But I think if you mix it together in a wrap, it's probably more appealing. I would try this. Well, you Um, get mac and cheese and fried chicken? uh, Yeah. I mean, putting protein in mac and cheese is, is underrated. I love making a homemade mac and cheese and putting some, like... Your own homemade hamburger helper oh. with some spicy hamburger oh, or chick like shredded chicken yeah. or even fried oh. chicken like this. Oh, yeah. this sounds good. The mac and cheese wrap is a piece of fried chicken wrapped up with cheddar macaroni and cheese and finished with more cheese. That's oh. it? It's a sp- that's it. That's what it was missing. Was yeah. More, more cheese. cheese. Oh. Uh, 
The other, there, there's That's uh, it? Is that all you need? I was hoping there was some other like special sauce uh, in there. Okay. I don't know if they'd add anything. What else could you add Coleslaw? into that? Oh, I don't know. Or mashed potatoes. There we go. Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Make a trifecta. Gosh. Don't they have a bowl like that? Yeah, they have the, the mashed bowls with the, the chicken on top with the potatoes. And there's um, no mac and cheese in there. Though. I don't know why I never thought about this, but like Thanksgiving leftovers in like a burrito. Like a burrito mm-hmm. version of that oh, instead wow. of a sandwich. That would be pretty good. Yeah. Um, so there's two other versions that they're going to have with these wraps. There's a classic, which is just the, the chicken wrap. And then they have a spicy slaw wrap. There we those, go. Those heat fans. <laughs> so well. What's the spicy? Because I imagine it's their coleslaw. Is there another sauce that goes in there? You know, it doesn't say what they do to spice it up. Um, but it's just a spicy slaw wrap. And it's available for a limited time uh, starting at $5 on November 12th. Is that coming to meal or is it just the wrap by I think, itself? I think you can make anything a combo. <laughs> okay. like, I think you could go any entree and you could add it to a combo. Um, those those fast food places seem to be pretty accommodating. Yeah, yeah. they do, right? Yeah, they'll let you have it your way. <laughs> I want to make well, sure we get a drink this. with it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, is, is it still a thing where you go there and you can't get the bucket with just wings and breasts because they're out or they're short? Or I does think that it, still happen? I think it depends mm-hmm. on yeah. the location and what their availability is. But whenever I go, it's they, they always have those oh, options. Yeah. It's just I like remember, breasts only, yeah. breasts and wings or legs and thighs. I remember hearing that. I'm like, what? No. <laughs> I mean, the last time I went and got a bucket, they didn't have all the pieces of the crispy, the extra crispy. So they were like, is it okay if I throw some original in there? And I'm like, that's fine. I don't mind a mix. See, and what you want to do is when all that chicken comes out, the crispies that are at the bottom of that damn bucket, mm-hmm. mm. they just need to sell that. Yes. Oh, In a bag. Right? Dipping sauce. Oh. <laughs> all those things sound so good. Uh, Papa John's. Anybody a Papa John's fan? I haven't had it in forever. I've yeah. never had Papa John's. I never was a, was a fan, but they're getting um, into the dessert game again. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Mm-mm, no, no. Papa John's pizza. Correct. Better thinking, pizza, better ingredients, Papa John's. I was thinking Popeye's. Oh, okay. I've never had Popeye's. The other pop. No. But the other pop. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I've had Papa John's. Yes. So Papa John's uh, is debuted a new dessert item called uh, it's crushed up Twix bars wrapped in pizza dough. That doesn't sound very good at all. Uh, They're called Twix Papa Bites. You get eight for five bucks. They don't officially hit their menu until uh, this next Monday. But they've also got cheesecake filling inside and come with a caramel dipping sauce. Oh, you didn't explain that. Cheesecake with twist with the little pizza dough. Oh, that sounds pretty good. And the caramel sauce. That doesn't sound bad. Just how thin is that pizza dough, though, around the Twix and the cheesecake? Because if you get too thick, it's going to be too bready, and it's going to ruin everything. Yeah, we we need to uh, try these out. The ratio's got to be right. Oh, and does it? You said it comes with caramel inside of it. That's Mm -hmm. not on the side as a dipping option. Yep. Caramel inside. No, but that's oh. good though, because so it adds that sweetness to the bread. Yes, of the pizza it makes yeah. it that so complete it's... dessert item. Yeah. Uh, study once found as found that ice cream is as addictive as heroin. Oh damn. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> I don't know. A about new this. study. Well, because the sugar, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, sugar is supposed to be like a drug. Absolutely. I mean, is. some health fitness people literally call it a drug. Mm-hmm. A new study at the University of Michigan that looked at ultra-processed foods and how addictive they are it includes things like chips, ice cream, soft drinks, sugary cereal, and other junk foods, all sugar-based things. Yeah. Junk food gives you a nice shot of dopamine, the feel-good hormone. Then you eventually crash and crave more. So it's similar to what happens with drugs. It's that vicious cycle. <laughs> it is. You're like, oh, no, I feel so terrible, well, but I can't not eat it. 
you remember the movie Ugh. The Whale with Brendan Fraser that came out just recently? Yeah, where... I did not see it though because the way you guys talked about how sad and depressing it oh, was. Oh. I mean, pun intended, it was a very heavy movie emotionally. Um, but it, you can just see, seeing how fanatical people can get over food is just as sad as seeing somebody fiend over like a needle yeah. or something. It, yes. It's so sad. And it's something as simple as food. It, yes. Now, I, I, I guess you'd need a spoon for both if you had a problem, right? <laughs> <laughs> and is there... Yeah, different delivery system. <laughs> and was there's like a physical... Because I remember just always mentally being tortured. Mm. Like with my eating disorder, all you thought about was food. And what I mean by that is what you can't eat or shouldn't eat. Oh. Right? Like, and your your days were consumed by that. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, you're, oh my God. And then you would eat the things you shouldn't eat. And then whatever eating disorder you had, either I would work out double to make sure I burned off if I ate something I shouldn't have eaten and it was 500 calories, I'd make sure I burned a thousand, mm. right? Or I would go vomit it, or you know, lax all the all the tricks that I don't want to, you know, whatever. I'm not promoting them; it's not yeah. good. So, like that was the hold, right? But it was theirs, like a their body's like chemical mm -hmm. reaction. As you're talking the about dopamine, the dopamine, yeah, yeah. The, okay, yeah, yeah. And the uh, with eating disorders, it's so complicated. It, it, it's not just a physical. It's ailment mental. it's a mental thing it's you're like it's a combination because mentally ill <laughs> your mind and your gut oh are connected yeah and it's just that vicious cycle yeah. that is never ending and so it's hard to because it, all of the root causes of an eating disorder could be different too yeah it's not yeah. just one size fits all yeah anyway uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that oh what a sad movie does it end good uh, that movie or so no? i mean yeah it does kind of end it ends well because it wraps up the story and in, in the um brendan fraser's character does get to a place where he's at peace but i mean it's a really rough ride to get there uh, but i don't want to spoil the ending too, yeah, yeah, too yeah. but it is like at the end of it you're just kind of like oh okay my my heart is full and i feel <laughs> pun intended um <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's just one of those heavy movies. Uh, we got this email oh, from A.A. Ron. A.A. Ron! Sorry, but you guys are losing me. I enjoy everyone on the program, but you guys are losing my interest. I'm a truck driver, and myself and a handful of coworkers have said it's just gotten less interesting and switched back to Pandora to get through the day. Oh, oh thanks, A.A. Yeah. Ron. Appreciate that. Thanks for your input. <laughs> we'll take it under advisement. Yes. You didn't get specific. <laughs> So, yeah, let us know what, what it is. What it is well, I mean, we're just who we are. Yeah. I mean, we're just going to be who we are and do what we do. And mm -hmm. I, we were not intended for you not to like it, but we can't be anything other than ourselves. Uh, we got this email from Ryan. Hey, Ryan. Take the extra crispy chicken uh, skin and spoonful of mac and cheese on top, wrap it, and dip it in the gravy. So tasty. Oh, so I make like your, this guy. Make your own wraps with the with extra the skin. crispy skin. Oh, skin burrito. Oh, oh that my sounds good. God. Yeah, it does. Or <laughs> skin. <laughs> taco oh kfc get on it what they even made like little bites because you know it'd take a lot of skin you have to patch it together and make a burrito because it'd be a big wrap tortilla but if oh. you did like little bite size like small egg rolls with that. the chicken skin oh or like pizza roll size oh, yes oh get on oh. that kfc oh my god skin bites <laughs> that doesn't sound right. no i think that'd be jeffrey dahmer's favorite place to eat be for Halloween only. <laughs> 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 
the not sounding right just reminded me of my husband's in Texas right now helping to fix a zoo. And he's like, hey, we ate at the Velvet Taco last night. I'm like, whoa. Are you Woo-hoo. sure you didn't go and ah. throw some dollars down? The yeah. Velvet Taco doesn't sound like a strip joint. The pink Ooh. Velvet Taco? Oh, my gosh. It's going to burn. Phone number is 888-989-9811. Uh, good morning, Joseph. Hey, anybody. Hey. Hi. So I was just going to comment on when you were talking about the Papa John's Bites, because I actually used to work there. So they also do these ones that have Oreo and cheesecake in them. Oh. So they take a quarter of a large dough, and they have the consistency to where, I mean, it's almost like a like a pizza, those little pizza rolls, yeah. but they're not, like, uh, crimped on the side. So it, it, it makes it to where it's almost like a pastry kind of covering, and it's not oh. super doughy. This, yeah, okay. All right. Man on the street reporting. Yeah. <laughs> and with Oreos, yeah. hello. <laughs> yeah. Or that's like bacon. Yeah. You can't go wrong with bacon and or Oreos. So true. <laughs> uh, so the way you butter your toast says a lot about your personality. Oh. <laughs> um, it says uh, that here there are nine butter different buttering techniques, no. and each one has a unique way to tell what kind of personality you are. So how do you butter your toast on? I just put butter on both sides. You just spread it? Yeah. Just, just with one knife. way? Do you go back and forth? I've never even thought about it. <laughs> this is the I weirdest. I would need a piece of toast in front of me to know. It's, I'm not conscious of whether how I'm stroking it, so, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know how how why they even had time to do this or analyze yeah. any of this, but apparently... There, this this psychologist went out and weighed why and how people spread their toast and what it says about their personality. So there's the hmm. glider where you just toss some butter on and glide it across the bread once or twice and then eat. So it's not necessarily blended all the way in. Oops. It's just it's just kind of smeared across oh. just like slapdashily. Yeah, no, I don't spread. like that. when they just get some. Like when yeah. you go to like a diner, it's usually just like one just like spot on the bread, right? Yeah, yeah. they don't spread it all over. Like no. I, I do make toast every morning um for my father-in-law who lives with us he likes it with the cereal and um i want to make sure i get it all on the bread mm-hmm. yeah it's got to be even coverage it's got to be evenly spread there has each bite should have the same amount of consistency yes. of the butter i, I oh. hate when you get toast somewhere and they just put it like you said just around it's, it's nowhere on the edges yeah it's extra br- buttery in the middle and, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so this only works if you have a toaster oven or a broil setting on your oven it was not going to work in a standard toaster where you put it in uh standing up but what I do is I take a piece of butter and I get two cubes and then I break them in half. And then I just I place them evenly on the bread and then set it in the toaster and let it melt into the bread perfectly. Mm. Oh, so you don't even have to spread. You don't yeah, that's spread. A, that's a good hack. No. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the glider, you just toss some butter on and glide it across the bread once or twice. Just slap, you know, slap dash, quick and easy. It means you're laid back, easygoing, and okay with change. Well, that was easy. Yeah, it makes sense. You know, just describing it. Exactly. Wow, did you get paid for this study? (laughs) I think they did, sadly. (laughs) Um, There's the total coverage, which I think is what you are, Don and and Kyle, if you use your your fancy uh, toaster oven hack. Mm -hmm. Uh, Every square inch of the bread must have butter, which means you're methodical, precise, organized, and like to be in control. So it's the type A way to butter your toast. I'm type A, but that still doesn't describe me. <clears throat> this one drives me nuts when I see this. This is kind of like what you get at the, the Greasy Spoon Diner. The clumper, minimal spreading, just oh. one or two pads of butter mashed into the bread. You think outside the box, 
and you like to do things your own way. You also tend to be late a lot. Yeah, so you're a pain in the yeah. ass. <laughs> exactly. Honestly, that's what that is. I eat pain in the ass because who uh, wants – that's a terrible way to eat your toast. That's not yeah. even toast. Especially if that butter's cold. Right. Mm. Oh. oh, that's the worst. Ugh. Then it breaks the bread apart. Yep. You get holes in your bread. I honestly have never understood that at restaurants where they bring out the butter. I mean, they bring out the bread, and it's not like the bread is super, super warm or they're thinking the butter's then going to melt. Mm-hmm. Then the butter is, like, so hard. Ugh. Like, what the hell are you doing? So bad. Yeah. Uh, then there's the, would you like some toast with that butter? If you use way more butter than most people, you probably have a happy disposition, enjoy life, and don't <laughs> mind overindulging. Right. <laughs> Duh. So how does that happen? You get a bowl like you dip your crab legs in, like a bowl of butter, and you take your toast and dip it in, and yeah. it's dripping off? You just use that bowl of melted butter as like the milk in a cereal bowl, and you just break apart <laughs> the pieces of bread, and you just eat it like that. Well, Spoonfuls. And of course you're happy it's butter <laughs> if yeah. you're eating lots of it. Oh, <laughs> unless it's unsalted. Uh, then if... Yes. <laughs> then there's a uh, these are the kids of the crew they're the crust avoider you butter you butter the middle of the bread but don't go to the edges it's a sign you're extremely neat you don't want to make a mess so you make sure you butter inside the lines so these are this is also relates to the kids who don't like the crusts on their toasts yeah uh, very picky don't, the crust is the best part it is and that's a kid that's only right. thing yeah mm-hmm. I like the butt end of a loaf <laughs> same and uh, just because the crust is crispy See? and crunchy and they get the softness of the inside I, I call it a butt too. Some people call it a heel. Yeah, I don't oh, like I've that. Heard that. Like, yeah, heel? that's wrong. No. no, this is the butt. Do you like yeah. the butt? I the love bread. the butt of the bread. Yeah, mm. bread starts with B, so does butt. Oh, yeah, there it is. That's the lie. <laughs> you got the double cider. You spread butter on both sides. What? So you like to watch the world burn? Yeah. Oh no! It says it's a sign you're creative, live by your own rules, and you don't uh, mind being the weird one. Okay, another pain it's, in the ass. Yeah, it's messy. It is messy. <laughs> that is so messy. Just have two pieces. Oh. Yeah, or just mash it together. Uh, t- tear and spread, where you tear pieces off and butter them individually. I like doing this at the restaurants where they bring out like that nice melty, almost melted butter, and they have like the fancy breads. They come out in the bread basket that yes. have three different types. Sure. You dip it in the butter, kind of like uh, chips and salsa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, That's the way yeah. to go. Oh, I, I think I get so mad at me when I do that. I think I would be this. And that, why? Because of the double dipping thing? Yeah. You well, know, you go out with people, they're like, oh, no, you do it. You're supposed to spread it on your butter. I'm like, but you, mm. you get you get such a better little bite when you scoop it. Yeah. It's not even double dipping. A double dipping is if you take that, if you take that piece, take a bite of it, and still have part of that piece left and put it back oh, in there. I, I do That's that. double yeah, dipping. I, I, I double dip. I, I'm but, guilty. Okay, are you double dipping with basically your family? Yeah, or so it doesn't really your, count. Your, we're, your we're already, girlfriend. Yeah, we're already exactly. spreading germs. Yeah, that doesn't count. I wouldn't do that, uh, you know, if, if we were out to lunch or, or breakfast right. or something. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I might. Um, <laughs> but the tear and spread, I think, is what I what I would uh, identify most with, um, especially if you're out eating. Uh, it says you're fun, outgoing, and think differently, and you probably have good communication skills because you have to explain yourself a lot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds right. Um, and then there's the bar- barely there. You just use enough butter to get the job done. It means you're a go-getter who moves fast and doesn't waste time, or oh, you're just on a diet. Who paid for this study? That was such a waste of time that got us to the top of the hour, which is exactly what I was intending for it to do. Yay. So uh, hopefully you know more about yourself based on the butter spreading technique. And if you don't like what you found out, then just start spreading your butter differently. Then <laughs> <laughs> you'll change all of a sudden. Uh, we got this email uh, regarding uh, bread names and, and what we call the butt of it. We got this from Brianna. Hey, Brianna. I call the end of the bread the hoe. Everybody touches it and nobody wants it. <laughs> That's great. 
<laughs> Let's play Master of Movies right now. It's brought to you by Aztec Solar, who will tell you in just nine seconds how much you'll save by switching to solar. Just go to my9secondsavings.com. We've got a pair of tickets for you to see Bill Burr this Saturday night at the Reno Event Center. We'll give you a hint and then play a famous movie clip for Master of Movies. You give us the title of the movie it's from, and you win. Caller 18 guesses first, then 19, and then 20. And if none of you know the title, gotta go with that one. There you go. Delayed droplets everywhere, no winner. We need a winner. 888-989-9811 for Master of Movies. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. It's a bad radio day. Wait, isn't that every day on this show? And now back to the Brandon, Anybody, and Dawn show. In about 30 minutes, Shelby Elias from financewithshelby.com and United Wholesale Lending will be joining us to talk about uh, the real estate market, um, HELOCs, uh, selling houses, buying houses, uh, mortgages, everything and anything under the sun when it comes to financing. Um, He actually has some pretty insightful advice about uh, financial planning as well. Um, And we'll talk about all that. We've got a lot of great emails with uh, some very good questions for Shelby already rolling in. Uh, If you have any. Uh, regarding the housing market, or if you're selling a house, buying a house, new home buyer, um, Shelby will be happy to answer all those questions. Just email us at rad at radradio.com. Uh, during the last segment, during a survey that nobody asked for, uh, <laughs> we all found out what kind of personality type we are based on the way we spread our butter on our toast. Um, Derek wrote in and said, did it say anything about using the stick of butter as a coloring crayon to pretty much color the butter oh, on your toast? Genius. That's how I do it. Yeah. But yeah, but are you getting butter on your hands? Are you using something like you use the wrapper on it? Yeah. Right. And then you use like yeah, a yeah. pencil and you just right. peel the wrapper off and then, oh. oh, I'll have to oh. try that. And I mean, it's only been the last, well, I don't know, several years now, but, um, it wasn't until my late 40s, and this is sad, honestly, but from age seven until my late 40s, I never even put butter on bread. Ever. Was there a reason? Bad. It was It was bad. You it was deemed like bad. Butter was not good for you. It was just, not even good for you, it was just deemed bad. It'll oh. make you fat. It's terrible. Oh, it's it's a, in a category of a bad thing, mm-hmm. right? So it was always dry toast. Ugh. Always, always. And so, oh my What God. about jelly? Or peanut butter? Like uh, peanut butter toast? A little bit. Honey? Yeah. Now yet. Yeah. No. None of those That was things. sugary. Too sugary back then. Yeah. Was so there sad. was the longest list of bad yeah. food. So you just ate uh, croutons. Oh, and I've ate my way. <laughs> Look at me. Through all the good stuff. Now, I don't care. Like, to finally enjoy food is oh. amazing. What I never was ate was so torturous to even eat it. But, like, yeah, butter on bread is amazing. Yeah. Mo- more butter, more better. Mm-hmm. I was like, what the hell? I've been missing out on. Uh, we got this email from Barbara. Hi, Barbara. Kyle mentioned loving salted butter on bread. Tell him to try spreading the butter, then adding salt and pepper. OMG, he will thank me later. And pepper. That's, that's not a bad idea. On the bread, depends on what kind of bread it is. Because if it's a sweet bread, I think pepper would be kind of bad on it. It'd have to be more of a whole grain bread or maybe a sourdough. Mm. Well, I think we're talking about regular toast, which yeah. isn't sweet. Yeah. That, that all sounds good, though. Butter bread, just give it all to me. Uh, But we got an uh, email during the last segment from a guy named A.A. Ron. He said, "Uh, you guys are losing, I'm losing interest. Maybe he's just had a day. Maybe somebody went wee-wee in his Cheerios. Um, Christine wrote in and said, that dude is off his rocker. You guys are still very entertaining, and each of you brings something unique and and awesome to the airwaves. And Dawn, 
I just moved to Texas, oh. and they have a few of those velvet taco restaurants around town. I haven't tried them yet, but I hear that they are pretty good. Yeah, my uh, husband said it was really good. Yeah. He There's another place there. Um, I don't know if it's still local to Texas, but it absolutely just, it only was in Texas and started there, called Chewy's. Mm. Oh. oh, my God. No, their tacos are insane. I, I don't even know how to describe them to you. Damn. Honestly, they are the best. And so... I always wonder what were how good were they when it was just a taco truck? Because he started out as a taco truck, and now he has a bazillion brick and mortars. Wow. Yeah, that's which awesome. is great. It's a great success story. Uh, uh, and like his, his logo is like a devil. It's really cute. It's all like all these logo. Texas yeah. food places sound like strip joints. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you should really research the places you're going to just to make sure you're getting the uh, the right meat at your said restaurants. <laughs> Master. Master of movies, I'm feeding you lies Twisting your brain for a really cool prize Action, adventure, sci-fi, comedy Just take the film and you'll reign supreme You're a movie master Movie master We've got a pair of tickets to see Bill Burr This Saturday night at the Reno Event Center And for Master of Movies, caller 18 is Cammy. Hello? Hello. Hi, Cammy. Uh, and caller nineteen is Henry. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hey. Caller twenty, it's a you, a Mario. <laughs> hey, how's it going, Daddy? Hi. Hey, how are you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, are you hiding from your boss in the bathroom? <laughs> yes, I am. Okay. Right. I hope you can hear the clip. We got a uh, for Master Movies. We got a horror comedy film from two thousand and nine. There's a box of Twinkies in that grocery store. Not just any box of Twinkies. A very popular horror comedy film from 2009. There's a box of Twinkies in that grocery store. Not just any box of Twinkies. Cammy, what do you think the movie is? Zombieland. Oh, that was... Oh, good job! Yes! 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 Oh, yeah! Oh, man. Oh. 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 man! Oh, my gosh! Congratulations, Cammy. You uh, guessed the movie correctly. It is Zombieland. Although, Cammy, I hope you're still listening. I-, I imagine you are because you just won the contest. I hope you can call back because my stupid fat finger accidentally hung up on you before we get your information. So, Cammy, please call back. A little important. Yeah, yeah. if you want your tickets. <laughs> yeah. um, I am so sorry. It wasn't anything personal. It's just my stupid fat finger. Uh, so the movie that we were uh, th- for the contest is uh, Zombieland, starring Woody Harrelson, Jesse Eisenberg, and Abigail Breslin, uh, and Emma Stone and Bill Murray. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. This was a big one. Yeah. You're going to risk our lives for a Twinkie? There's a box of Twinkies in that grocery store. Not just any box of Twinkies. The last box of Twinkies that anyone will enjoy in the whole universe. Believe it or not, Twinkies have an expiration date. Someday very soon. So, okay, I have a correction to make, which Rob would hate this because it's not even regional. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Chewy's is a whole different type of restaurant that's in Texas. <laughs> okay. It's a full-on Mexican restaurant. I just realized, I remembered, I'm like, oh, my God, I said Chewy's. Torchy's Tacos is what I was oh, really, okay. that, that's what I was talking about when I was using the word Chewy's. So not the same story. Torchy's Tacos was the taco truck and then became a restaurant. But I know Rob would be like, oh, my God, shut up. Who cares? <laughs> it's not even regional. We don't even have those. Well, the trend still continues. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, Torchies, is that what it's called? Yeah. Sounds like a strip club. Right. <laughs> All these places sound like strip clubs to me. Is that just where my head's at? Or 
I mean, I don't yeah, know. no, I mean, kind of. Uh, we got another chance for you to win uh, tickets to see Bill Burr this Saturday in Reno uh, coming up at nine o'clock. Uh, we got this email uh, in follow up of our bread talk. Apparently, bread is a hot topic today because of how we spread our butter and what it says about us. This is uh, from David. Hi, David. When I was younger, my grandma told me that the first piece of the bread, the heel, was called the beta. She told me that if you don't eat it, you should kiss it before you throw it away because if it is the body of Christ. Might be a Catholic thing. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I never. I'm a. I'm a Catholic. That, that's I've very. Never heard that. Very yeah. unique to your yeah. grandma. It sounds. Like. It, yes, that's um, sweet. We got this uh, from Stephen. <laughs> Hi, Stephen. Growing up, sugar on buttered bread was a sweet treat. Oh yeah. It's one of those oh. you know you grew up poor when things. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. even a little cinnamon on there. The cinnamon sugar toast. Yep. Right. Was his just sugar though? Right. <laughs> that's sad. The cinnamon's extra. Exactly. That's more expensive. Yeah. Uh, we we're also talking about how sugar can be so addictive. There's a study that said that uh, sugar ice cream is just as addictive and has the same effect as heroin. Damn. Um, and Sharon wrote in to attest to that. She says, listening to your topic on ice cream addiction, I'm here to tell you it's real. I'm three years sober today, and I replaced wine and vodka with ice cream for way too long. The sugar craving is real. Wow. Now that's yeah. that's a pretty common thing. Like once you start yeah. quitting drinking or yeah. you quit smoking, you replace it with another behavior. And typically it's candy because, you know, candy's legal. And you can always just pop it in and it's just it's that quick dopamine bat- I, I'm I'm not making light of drug addiction, but I wanna go to that center right to get off ice cream yeah. <laughs> right? of course, the shakes yeah, yeah. Uh, the milkshakes <laughs> hey it could be like go. willy wonka's rehab yeah uh, that'd be great i'm an ice cream addict my name is uh, dawn hi dawn <laughs> yeah. uh, and then we got this nice email to red at radradio.com from ethan hi ethan uh, he says i'm a longtime listener first time contacting y'all as i've been uh, deal- uh listening since i was born in 99 Damn. Oh, he's a young pup. He's a puppy. Oh, my Lord. And I want to say I'm welcoming my first son into this world. <gasps> he was born on the 12th. Well, that was quite a while ago. I thought this was going to be today. Well, um, let's go. Brought him in the world uh, at 9.30 p.m. on the 12th. I'd love if you would welcome into this world my son, Rodney. Of course, Rodney. He's well, a newborn. It is a little belated. Yeah, you're probably just losing sleep over everything because it's a new kid. Well, I guess that, that does warrant a little birthday shout-out. Happy birthday, Rodney. Oh, happy, happy birthday. Now eat your We'll take a break and we'll be right back. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. This is Rat Radio. We sell bags of salt and hold parties the week of Thanksgiving. Aren't we great? For details, head to ratradio.com. We got this email to rad at radradio.com from Hunter. Hey, Hunter. Hey, my dad suggested me listening to you guys, and I've been listening for a while now, and you guys and girl are amazing <laughs> and super funny. Just wanted to say hope your days are going good. Oh, well, thank yeah, you. Thank you. I'm, not, right. I'm not going to rip apart your bad grammar there, but uh, you oh. did a very nice note. Thank you yes. so much, Hunter. I, I, I'm surprised you actually listened to your dad, right? <laughs> so most kids are like, okay, if dad likes it, it's oh, terrible. My God, dad. <laughs> the boomer show. Uh, so since we've, uh, we're basically moonlighting as the uh, the Chamber of Commerce for Texas uh, during the last segment, uh, 
Don's husband, Gary, is fixing the zoos out there currently, and there's been some mention of restaurants in Texas that are must-haves, must-tries. Oh, yeah. Um, and so Logan wrote, wrote in and said, I know this isn't a Mexican place, but my favorite place in Texas, which I think is a Texas thing, it's called Cook Shack. It's a chicken sandwich place that has a crispy chicken sandwich. Y'all oh. were talking about crispy chicken earlier. Made me hungry for oh, okay. oh, yeah, the KFC. Cook Shack. Oh, I, I, I don't Never know this Shack. place. No, I think... No. Uh, what was it? Amy's fried chicken? It's something like that. Hmm. I know I'm getting it wrong. Whatever. Not important, right? Because <laughs> so, it's not here. It's only there. Yeah, but so, I mean, if, <laughs> oh if anybody God. in Texas, we have a lot of listeners in Texas, but if you're planning uh, on visiting Texas, we can be like your travel agent. We're, yeah. we're sending you to the places to go. Love it. Uh, like this from Daniel. He says, there's a fast food chicken chain in the Dallas area that's amazing. It called, it's called Super Chicks. Ah, okay. Right, there's another one. Um, and don't, this is actually somebody asking for advice for somebody who will be visiting Texas oh. or lives in Texas. Oh, you uh, live? What are you asking me advice for? You well, live there. They live in North Texas. Oh, okay. And uh, you've mentioned three of the best restaurants around here, and I don't know which one I should have for lunch. So they need your help oh, you, picking the, what they want for lunch. What three? Oh, the Velvet Velvet Ta Taco, Chewy's, or, or Torchies. Torchies. Which okay. one would you pick? I've never had Velvet Taco. My husband did, and he liked it, but he felt he likes Torchies tacos a little bit more. Man, you're going to get such a different experience between Torchy's Tacos and Chewy's. Mm. Chewy's is a Mexican restaurant with an Elvis theme. You just have to see it. <laughs> no, it is, it's amazing. That's awesome. And it is so good. Oh, it's so good. And one of the things I also like, which is going to make everybody groan, um, the silverware is put in the like a, a, a paper wrapper, but it's not wrapped. You, know, like you can still see the silverware. Mm -hmm. And there's um, three different Bible verses on the back. Oh. Like if you're, like I think, Baptist, Catholic, and maybe Jewish or okay. something. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're doing the but, whole in and out thing where they put the yeah, yeah, scripture yeah. stuff on there? But anyway, God, oh, Torchy's Tacos. All right. Go to Torchy's Tacos, and then tomorrow go to Chewy's. There you go. And send us a picture of the picture that <laughs> yeah. you post on Instagram. And, and you're going to have so much trouble deciding which taco to get at oh, Torchy's Tacos. No, I want Because there's a million. Oh. <laughs> We are uh, we're about eight minutes away from having our buddy Shelby Elias from financewithshelby.com on the air with us. He's going to talk about home refinancing, mortgages, buying, selling homes, new home buyers, uh, lending, all that all that stuff under that umbrella. We got a ton of questions coming in, so rad at radradio.com. If you have a few, if you have any questions that you want to ask, or you can always call us at 888-989-9811. Before we get to that, let's do some jokes. <laughs> Jokes from the Maggots is brought to us by our friends and heroes at Huffed Home Services. They're online at HuffedHomeServices.com. They service the entire Rad family and take care of heating, cooling, plumbing, electrical, and more. You can find them online at HuffedHomeServices.com. Now, if you're a maggot and you're listening to us, so you are, you can email us jokes at rad at radradio.com. Don't call. You can't tell jokes. Sorry. Uh, so we're going to start with the big D. The kids must be taking time off to get ready for Halloween or something, but we we haven't gotten any any jokes from Athena or nine-year-old Lily. Um, so we're going to start with the uh, resident dad joke teller. Big D says, I apologize for my bad math yesterday. You are correct. There are only four more broadcast days remaining of bad Halloween jokes from me. He said that there are seven more broadcast days as of yesterday. While it is a week till Halloween as of yesterday, Boo. there's only... But we're like business days. The yeah. broadcast days are separate from, so we're not going to be here on Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> yeah. So very good. Correcting yourself there. Big D. And, and then you can move on to the Thanksgiving jokes. That's right. <laughs> gobble, gobble. <laughs> Kyle, I have sprinkled in a few jokes you may enjoy into today's submission. Oh, have you? Oh, very nice. Let's see. Let's see if you uh, make the cut here. Uh, how did the zombie become a great trick or treat? 
Let me try that again. Three, two, one. See, you can't tell jokes. <laughs> How did the zombie become great at trick-or-treating? How? With dead occasion. <laughs> not bad. Wait, with what? Dead occasion. Like zombie dead occasion. Oh, occasion. Yeah. yeah. Occasion. yeah. <laughs> that one didn't land big D. Or it was the poor delivery. Who knows? No, no, no. How no, does a witch? Me. How does a witch know the best time to go trick or treating? How she checks her wrist watch. <laughs> witch, witch watch. I thought he said there was a few I'd like. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm book I'm butcher these. So it's, it's no. That probably... one wasn't funny. That wasn't you. That was the joke. What do vampires <laughs> use to make tea? What tampons? Yeah. <laughs> That's old. And why don't you ever have an unexpected preg- pregnancy when dating a vampire? Why? Because they can't come inside without asking for permission. No, nothing. Not even a wiggle. Oh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my lord. I was just thinking something else. <laughs> <laughs> we got these from Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Uh, what's the only part of a vegetable that you can't eat? What? The wheelchair. Oh, that's there a, we go. That's a classic. That's uh, a classic. Um, this one is for Kyle. This is from Edward. Mm, hi, Edward. When can you not take an orphan out for dinner? Oh. To a family restaurant. <laughs> See, that was poorly written. It should have been where can you not where can you not take an orphan for dinner? A family restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's still not funny. Uh, no, <laughs> the orphan jokes. Not. And uh, uh, we got these from Megan. Hi, Megan. I thought the dryer was shrinking my clothes. Turns out it was the refrigerator all along. <laughs> What's, what's the difference between Iron Man and Iron Woman? <laughs> one's a superhero and one's a command. So what's the Iron Maiden? <laughs> no, the command, the Iron Iron Woman. Get it? Uh-uh. Iron yeah. Woman. Oh. <laughs> what do you call a book club that's been stuck on the same book for years? What? Church. <laughs> And then we have these from Wendy. Hi, Wendy. What do you get when you mix birth control and LSD? What? A trip without kids. <laughs> they say makeup sex is the best because, well, that's great because all my sex is made up. <laughs> oh, so sad. And finally, we got this. Uh, the bartender says, we don't serve time travelers in here. A time traveler walks into the bar. <laughs> Jokes, you can email us to rad at radradio.com. <laughs> Wait, there. That one. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. Are you tired of hearing about Brian yet? Then sell it out, and I promise we'll stop talking about it. No, really, we will. Head to the stupid store at radradio.com. Well, if you're watching us on Rad TV at members.radradio.com, you have seen that uh, Shelby Elias from Yay! Finance with Shelby is in the house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How you doing, Shelby? Good morning. Thanks for coming in. We always love having you here, as yes. always. Um, we got a ton of stuff to talk about, uh, some new uh, new offers that uh, that's bank statement loans and HELOCs and everything. But before we get into that, uh, I, I, have you actually gotten your pilot's license? You you have uh, a pilot's license, right? No, but I, I've been training to okay. get my pilot's license. 
And life's just been so hectic that I've had no time to go flying. Because you have to have, like, how many hours is it? I feel like it's a million. I mean, honestly, it is so low that it it is is scary. Oh, damn. It is 40 hours. That doesn't seem like much at all. That's one work week. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Like, to fly my, like, no way. There's no way I'm getting my license after 40 hours. Maybe, like, 400. Yeah, like, I was thinking, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, because my husband's always wanted to learn to fly as well, and um, I don't know why I thought you know sometimes us wives half listen. Yeah, so forty, I might have heard four hundred. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's forty hours. It's shocking. Well, see, Gary tells you your husband tells you it's four hundred just so he can be out of the house <laughs> yeah, exactly. and be uh, training, training for his pilot's yeah. license. Uh, well, that's very cool. Thank you, uh, thank you for coming in, Shelby. Yeah. Uh, I, I wanted to start off with a with a caller that we have on the line. If you have any questions for Shelby, you can write us at rad at radradio.com. Or you can eat, uh, call. Oh man, I just got to get through this. I'll, I'll do it. Eight 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 nine eight nine ninety eleven. Hello. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, guys. Morning. What's up? Good morning. Hey, I have a question for Shelby. Um, I went in on a house with my mother about four years ago, and um, we want to see what our options are as far as getting rid of the old bag. I mean, buying her out, or uh, what route we could take. You know, doing a HELOC or HELON or what you would recommend? Yeah. Um, how much do you currently owe on the property with her, or how much? How much do you owe her? Um, well, we we split everything down the middle, so you know we're like we don't know. We're thinking it's about seventy five would be her half. Okay. So if you have at least you know you on a if this is your primary residence, you can go up to 90% of the value on a home equity line of credit. I would recommend a home equity line more than a he loan because right now interest rates are high. And with the home equity line of credit, you can borrow from it at, at where rates are higher now. But when rates fall, then the rate will come down. Mm-hmm. On, the, on the actual loan, if you do a second mortgage or a he loan, that rate won't come down automatically. You'll have to refinance and pay that off, and you can't just refinance just the the second mortgage. So you don't want to be put in a spot to where you have a really great rate on the first mortgage, you get a second mortgage, and then now the only way to refinance the second mortgage is to pay off the first mortgage you know, to pay it off. So you want to actually do the home equity line of credit, pay her off, and then um, when interest rates come down, that rate will automatically start to adjust downward. I hope he was just sucking at making a joke when he was like, buy out the old hag. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I was like, that's a low blow. Like, like, you hear that, right? <laughs> well, that's what I was thinking. I was like, maybe he doesn't tell jokes right. And he meant it funny lovingly. Right. Let's hope. Uh, so there's actually a new program involving a HELOC loan. We'll get to that in a second. But Shelby, tell us about what the bank statement loan. Yeah, bank statement loans are are awesome. I'm seeing a ton of them right now. It's a great option for people that are self-employed. So it works with self-employed borrowers who write off all of their income. And they're thinking, shoot, I won't be able to qualify for a traditional loan. But you can. We will take 12 months of your bank statements, and we add up all of the deposits and we utilize that as your income. We don't look at your tax returns. We don't care about anything other than analyzing those bank statements. Wow, and the beauty is you can use multiple businesses. Yeah, so it's like, oh. oh, I have Airbnb property, and that's a business bank statement. Wow. I have real estate income. I have 
uh, my mortgage income. I can utilize all of my business bank statements to help me qualify income-wise. They use that as my income. And then with that program, you have really cool options. Like I just did one on an investment property for myself. Um, I'm mostly worried about cash flow. So it's an investment. I want cash flow coming back. So I put it on a 40-year loan, 4-0, and I only pay interest only. Wow. That's kind of cool. So no, it, it makes my payment way more affordable because I finance it over 10 more years, and I'm only paying the interest. So it, it makes my cash flow much better. And so those are awesome loans. So do you have to refinance and pay another payment with that mortgage as well? Or do you just continue paying interest? How do you pay off the property within 40 years with its only interest payments? So at, at some point it flips to a fully amortized payment. So it's only interest only for the first 10 years. And then it flips to the 30 year you know, loan. Nice. But, cool. okay. but really, you know, for yeah. me, I, I'm, I know that I'm going to refinance within that, that period. Yeah. So right now I want more cash flow and that, that's what I'm focused on is cash flow. God, right? And that just sounds so much like, um, when you hear everything you need, if you're someone that's self-employed to hear bank statements just sounds so much easier than like, Oh, and we also need to do, to do, to do of your taxes right? yeah. like all these years. And yeah, that's nice. And, and what a lot of people do is they file those tax returns higher than they normally would because they know they need to qualify for a mortgage. And you know, right now the interest rates are pretty darn good on those, those products. They're not far off from where the regular loans are. So it's an awesome product for anybody that's self-employed. You can use it on a purchase. You can do it on a refi, cash out refi. You can utilize uh, the bank statement loan if you're self-employed. Wow. So what are the requirements for a bank statement loan? Well, you got to have 12 months of business bank statements to qualify. Credit score goes all the way down to like 600. Wow. So you don't have to have the best you know, credit. And it, it works on a purchase or a um, or a refinance. So you can do a cash out refinance or you can use it on a purchase loan. Um, the debt to income ratio is at 50%. So they're going to take your, your uh, business bank statements, add up all the deposits, take all of your monthly liabilities, including your housing payment. And if it's equal to 50%, then you qualify. Jeez, that it, It's amazing. actually a really easy loan. Yeah, my awesome. lord. Yeah. Uh, we're talking to Shelby Elias from financewithshelby.com. We got this email to rad at radio.com from Aaron. Hi, Aaron. Do I need to do a refinance on my house in order to get rid of the PMI? It, it depends on what kind of loan that you're in. If you're in a conventional loan, then you just need to prove that you have 20% equity. So you can call into your current lender and say, hey, do uh, do you have an escrow department that you could point me to that uh, handles removing my PMI? They'll order an appraisal on your property. You'll have to pay for it. If it comes back showing that you have 20% equity, then they'll remove your mortgage insurance. So what's it, a PMI? It's private mortgage insurance. So you have to have PMI if you put less than 20% down on your purchase. Gotcha. And on an FHA loan, you have to refinance to get it off, which it. that kind of stinks. Oh, we got this email from uh, No Name. Hey, No Name. Uh, my question for Shelby is, we bought out our house two years ago. Last year, our payment went up because of property taxes, from what I was told, which I wasn't expecting. Basically, from 2300 to 2500 doesn't sound like a lot, but in the end, it's hurting for sure. Fast forward to now, and the struggle is very real. We are drowning. 
Now just uh, the everyday things are really putting a strain on us, so I'm not saying it's just the payment. I'm just wondering if you have any advice on what we can do to help us from drowning. Losing our house is my biggest fear. Aww. Yeah. Man, uh, that, you know, I anybody that, that is in that position, the number one thing that I could tell you is you don't want to wait until you're drowning. You have to to face your fears and contact somebody like me right up front because we're we're – where I can help you and I can't help you, it's only a couple months away. Mm -hmm. So if you wait until you're like, shoot, I just missed a payment. Oh my gosh, can you help me? No, I could have helped you 30 days ago. Mm. But because you yeah. just missed this payment, now you're in, you're in a way worse spot. Mm. So what I would recommend is if you're in that situation, what you want to do is you want to start to shuffle things around. You need to understand what, it, what will hit your credit and what won't hit your credit, okay? A water bill right? Your electric bill. Those are not going to affect your credit score. Right. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. if something has to get paid, then pay the things that are going to affect your credit. Mm. Again, your credit will not get affected until an item is 30 days late. So what you need to do is you start to shuffle things around. Don't just pay everything on the first. If you don't pay it, then, oh, well, no. Say, all right, I'm going to pay this one on the fifth. I'm going to pay this one on the seventh. I'm not going to pay the water bill. I'm not going to pay the electric bill. I'm going to pay this one on the 29th. I'm going to pay that one on this. You have to be very strategic in those moments to pay what you, you need to. And then if you can get on some sort of a payment plan with the things that do not affect your credit, number one thing, make sure that you make the mortgage. Um, and yeah, that's, that's what I would recommend. But reach out to me before and then we can talk about some options and, and massage things. When she was talking about like the um, uh, the payment going up because of the um, the in, uh, oh my property God. tax. Property yeah. tax. Thank you. Um, I, I remember like a million years ago when I fought, like bought my first place. There's like a lot of things that we learn that sadly not everyone tells you about. And I feel like mm -hmm. like if you didn't have the right person representing you or yeah. anything like that. But it's like it is more than just like. That mortgage, it is those things you mentioned. I know you're giving that for a specific advice for a specific reason, but it's like, okay, yeah, what is the power bill at this place? What is yeah. the water bill at this place? Mm -hmm. What, you know, what, what is the, you know, am I, oh, wow, there's not enough in escrow for the, the property taxes. So now this payment's going up. Like these things are real and they happen. And I think yeah. when we're first buying, we think this is our payment always yeah right because maybe you, you you get that locked rate and it's 30 years you know it's your 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 normal conventional and it's like oh wow this other stuff that happens that affects it because your value goes up or yeah uh, I'm, I'm not obviously not um educated on it like you are but it's a real thing we're like oh not enough uh, for the property taxes and the escrow and now you got to pay the difference and yeah. sometimes they'll give you the option right pay it now or you could ha Roll have it, it applied monthly yeah so is that something yeah. that you and your team help uh project and put together all those tertiary charges that might come in play it's like all that information available like like the heating costs and all of that kind of stuff that goes on the outside of the loan yeah we do and we actually i have a home energy assessment that we created um it's a report that that we run as an basically like an inspection when you're buying so if you were to buy a home i can do the home energy assessment on that home and show you exactly how much that that bill is going to be and if there's any opportunities for you to ask the seller to cover some of the things that'll bring your electric bill down because that is your largest expense 
So we can say, okay, we're going to add blown-in insulation. It's going to save you this much. Radiant heat barrier. Um, we're going to add any of these energy-efficient items. I can show you what the tax credit is to get those items done, how much it's going to save you on your utility bill. And so that's one of the things that we do do. But going off the property taxes, I think that's a great point. There's something that nobody talks about, and it's called a supplemental tax bill. Mm-hmm. Kyle's going to have one of those. Yeah. I, already got, I already got it yeah. in the mail. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's the worst. It is. And people think like, <laughs> wait, hold on. What the heck is this? I thought my, my property taxes are included in my payment. Mm-hmm. It's a one-time bill. And it stinks because the real estate agent and loan officer, we, we can't calculate it. It comes from the county assessor office. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But you do want to be made aware of that because when it comes, it sucks. And that could have been what kind of put her over the top because if you can't pay that that supplemental tax bill, now they roll it in. Now your monthly payment goes up. And, you know, there there is a lot of things. And you you do need to go over all of those options and say, okay, what what is the smartest financial decisions that I can be making right now? So I... I'm not sure if this is the supplemental tax bill that came in the mail, but it, it, it has me paying two different ones, one in November, one in February. Is that just regular property taxes in general, or is that the supplemental one that's broken into two payments? It might be the supplemental. Usually the supplemental is just one, but it will say supplemental, and that's the that's just a one-time charge. Okay. But your normal tax bill, you're still going to get a tax bill even if you have impound accounts. So just read it. If it says it's just a tax bill – then you don't need to pay it. It's like, yeah, okay, okay. Well, the, no, the, the, there is a, is a tax bill. It's got two payments on it. Mm-hmm. Just uh, I, I also got another one saying that I will be receiving a supplemental tax form, but said this is not a bill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then mm-hmm. it said it, it had the calculated amount it would be taxed on, and it didn't look terrible. So uh, it, yeah. <laughs> I was a little help. I was a little grateful that it wasn't going to be too expensive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're talking to Shelby Elias from financewithshelby.com. Uh, why don't you tell us about this new HELOC loan program? Uh, it sounds really exciting. So the the HELOC, I've talked about it several times, you know, here. Um, but the number one thing that that I always want to make sure is that somebody can actually afford the payment that we're putting them into, and that you're not leveraging too much. So with this home equity line of credit, what I what I always want to make sure that everybody's doing right now is they're in a position to where if they need those funds then they can use them and they have access to them. Because like I said, like that, the one lady that wrote in, she's in a spot to where if she already had that set up, she wouldn't be in that spot. Mm-hmm. She would understand that, oh my gosh, okay, I need, I need some additional funds. Where could I go? Well, most homeowners have equity and they don't know how to get it or use it. But what, what this allows you to do is you take a home equity line of credit out that allows you to access the equity that's in your home if you don't use it, then you don't even pay. There's no payment due. But if you start to use it, then at that point, you'll have a payment. And it's it's kind of shocking to see because when you're not paying, you know, uh, your princi- you're not paying principal, you're not paying your property taxes, your home insurance, your mortgage insurance, <laughs> the payment is actually, you know, a lot cheaper. So yeah. <laughs> let me just show you, if you were to do a 20-year amortization, on a HELOC, even at a 10% interest rate, and you pulled $40,000 out, right? Your monthly payment on that forty grand is $333. Wow. 
And that's on a 20-year amortization. Yeah, you wow. could go with the 30-year amortization, too. That'll bring it down even more. So anybody that's floating a credit card with $40,000 on it, Oof. they're paying probably 1400 a month. Right, right. Oh, God. And this is only 333 wow. So, I mean, literally, you could save yourself $1,000 a month, unbury yourself from the hole. What you don't want to do, take out a home equity line of credit and start just and keep living the way that you're living. Like, <laughs> yeah. no, you need to still buckle down. Do it to fund make, your life. Yeah, right. make smarter yeah, like decisions. No. You know, we yeah. all have highs and lows in, in life. Times get hard and you buckle down. Yeah. You don't just act like nothing's happening. Yes. So, you know, I'm, I'm in the same boat, you know. It's like I had to go through all of my expenses and be like, okay, what can we be doing? What can't we be doing? What is a waste of money? What can I cut? And, you know, right now is that time to kind of brace yourself and see where things, you know, go. Yep. And I feel I feel like I've heard some people not want to take out equity because they think they shouldn't because they need that for when they sell the house. Mm -hmm. Right. And there's like this this fear with that. Is that like a, a real fear or is it kind of like, well, when are you expecting to sell it yeah. type of thing you would say to them instead? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it is a real fear. I mean, if I mean, this this is something that could potentially happen. And this is why you really need to make sure that you have somebody in your corner, because say you put five percent down on on a home and you took an interest rate that's a lot higher than you're comfortable with. And the payments a lot higher. And you said, you know what? But that's OK. I'll be able to refinance. Right. Rates rates will come down. I can refinance. <laughs> what happens if the market goes down five percent? You have no equity. Can't refinance. Yeah. Oh, yep, so yep. if you have to really make sure that you can afford that house and, and that, that's the difference. It's like, you know, I talk a lot about like, oh, well, my realtor wanted me to go with this loan officer. So I don't want to make it awkward. What are you talking about? <laughs> that is like literally the dumbest financial decision of all time. Yes. If there's somebody that you resonate with and that's, that's what you have to go be like, you know what? I, I appreciate it. But. This is who I trust. This is my biggest financial decision. Yes. I need to be able to ask open questions and say, hey, do you think this is smart? What should I do? How should I structure this? You've done it 100 million times. What do you think? Yeah. Those are the questions that I get, and that's how I can guide people. And, you know, truthfully, it's I'm not, I'm not here for short-term gain, you know? I, yeah. I want to make sure that my people win, yeah. and that's how I win is they come back to me over and over, and they're like, hey – this guy helped me make a smart decision, and that's how I was able to get through this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like it's the worst time to try and people please. Oh, well, it's so my realtor wants me to go in. I just oh, want to make it all happy and good. Oh, my God, no. As yeah. you said, like, this is one of the biggest financial decisions you will make. Yeah. You can't people please through it and just to make them your realtor feel good to yeah. go with their lender. And shout out to Joe, your loan officer, man, because he's one of those people who works for you that you can go to with those kind of questions, and he'll be 100% honest with you and tell you the right decision to go through, dude. He saved my butt a bunch of times Aww. through the process of buying the first home. I love yeah. that. And he, honestly, it comes down to just hiring good people. You know, Joe is a good guy. Like, he has the best morals. He's an Aww. awesome human being. And, you know, I was just talking to him in the parking lot. He's one of my favorite people in the Aww. world. I feel like but you're getting choked up. I, so I really sweet. am. I'm, yeah. like, actually about to cry. Aww. But I, I literally Aww. love that guy. Yeah. And he's just, he's a good human. And he really cares about people. And, you know, that's that's, that's what it's all want. about. That, you're yeah. dealing with your that, hard-earned money. That's what you want. Yes. You don't want somebody who's trying to just make a buck or I need to get this deal to go through. Yep. Joe would never do that. You oh. know, he's, he's an awesome guy. He's always going to give you great advice. And he's doing it. 
He has multiple investment properties. He's doing it too. And I have a problem with people that are out there coaching other people that they haven't even done it. Yeah. Like how how can you give somebody advice if you haven't even done it? It's like going to a hairstylist and their hair's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> or a trainer exactly who's like right. 500 pounds. Oh right? my God. <laughs> <laughs> we got this email uh, for Shelby from No Name. Says, my husband and I have started the process of a divorce, and he wants me to buy him out of the house. We currently have a 2.6% interest rate, and I can afford the payment on my own as it currently is. Do I have to refinance at a higher rate to get him off the loan and pay him out, or is there a better way? If we sold the house and split proceeds 50-50, I wouldn't be able to afford a new mortgage payment at a much higher rate. What do you suggest? Yes, so you can remove somebody from title but you can't remove them from the loan without refinancing. So what you can do is you remove him from title. At that point, he's still going to be on the loan. Okay. So now he's going to have a waiting period, but if you can show that you've been making that payment for an extended period of time, like at least over a year, then that debt will no longer hurt him and he can go buy a different place. Now, anytime in the future, if, if you miss that payment, he's still on the loan. So it's going to still affect him. But that's the only way that you can keep that interest rate if he's already on the loan. You could always remove somebody from title. Uh, we, uh, sorry, we're talking to <laughs> Shelby Elias from financewithshelby.com. Phone number is 888-989-9811. Good morning, Patty. Good morning, Dad. Good morning. Um, Shelby, I have a home equity question. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, my husband and I own our home. We live in Nevada. And I would like to maybe do some home improvements on the inside. So is, is now a, a good time to maybe apply for a home equity line of credit? Yeah, and you have a first mortgage on your home, correct? No, we do not. We own it outright. Okay, so that, that's a great... I'm glad that, that we saw that. So yeah, that's nice. <laughs> if, if you have... If you don't have a first mortgage, it's cheaper for you to do a first mortgage as a cash out refi than a home equity line of credit. Now, you really only want to do the first mortgage if this is going to be like long-term debt. If this is going to be short-term debt, then yes, do the home equity line of credit. But the if you do a cash out refinance, you're going to have a lower interest rate than the home equity line of credit. And since you don't have a first mortgage, you can just do that as a first mortgage. You have the, the unique ability to do a first mortgage. Um, and most people are doing the home equity line because they already have a first mortgage and they don't want to touch the rate. But in your case, you do have the ability. So what I mean by long-term debt is if you're going to borrow maybe 30 grand and you're going to eventually be able to pay that off here in the next one, two, three years, then do the home equity line because you're going to end up paying less and then you can have access to that cash again if you need it in the future. Thank you for calling, Patty. Oh, I love that. Yeah. What a great position for her to be in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what are the current market conditions like right now? Uh, I know home homes are high, higher priced than normal. Yeah. Um, so what, what are, what's it like out there? You really want to know. Interest rates are through the roof. Oh, here we go. Oh, boy. All right. Here's the, the brutal, honest truth. So interest rates are high, right? Um, they're up there. It's like seven and a half. It, you hear reports, oh, the 8%. Um, you could get as high as 8%. It all depends on how you qualify. So interest rates are high. The, the good news is 
the feds have paused the rate hikes. Okay, so what happens on the other side of that is that they'll actually start to cut rates. Okay, so we don't know exactly when that's going to happen. What we do know is that there is a couple million people that are sitting on the sidelines waiting to see what happens. Home affordability is at an all-time low right now, you know? So, again, you don't want to stretch yourself and hope and pray that rates come down and and, and you're going to keep yourself stretched. Right now is not the time to stretch, right? right? But there are people that are like, you know what? I need to move. I want to move. I can afford the payment. If you can afford it in three, four, five hundred bucks a month is not going to make or break you and you're in a good spot, then it might pay off to be able to negotiate yourself a better deal right now on the house that you want because you can be more selective right now. Um, and then if interest rates do fall and the market heats up, you're in a great spot. But, you know, there's just a lot of uncertainty going on right now. So you do want to make sure that you're making smart financial decision and that you're putting yourself in a good spot. You don't want to make a risky move right now. That's for darn sure. Um, but, you know, what, what our hopes are is that, you know, over the next couple months, um, inflation will cool off. And, you know, I, I know that right now people are feeling it. So it should cool off. Hopefully there's a reaction within the market. Um, who knows what's going to happen with uh, this, this war that's going on. That could also bring interest rates down. Um, but, yeah, the, the, the thing about the market right now is it's still holding strong, which everybody's like, oh, my gosh, it's going to collapse. <laughs> it, it can't collapse because people have a lot of equity in their homes and they have really low interest rates and great payments. Yeah. They're not going to let go of their house and go and pay the same amount for rent. It, what's, what's different about now that was this different way back in 2008 when the market collapsed, everybody had high rates. They had humongous mortgages, they had bad loans, and they had really high interest rates and they couldn't make those payments. And right now, it's the opposite. People have a lot of equity. They have low payments. And, you know, we might see some people go through some hard times because if you bought a home in the last, you know, two years, you have a high payment and you have, uh, you know, higher rates. So you will hear some chatter, but I think we're still in a good spot. So is there anything on the, the Dream for All program coming back yet? I heard fall of this year. Any rumors or anything going on? with Yeah, that? it should be in March. Oh, okay. Um, Spring. Yeah, so in March, that, that loan should come back. There is some different uh, qualifications that they're working through right now. They're trying to make it more affordable for the people that actually need it. Um, before, it was like anyone can, can apply. It didn't matter what your income was. Now they're going to put in an income limit. Um, oh. So it really helps the people that, that need it. Uh, there are also some talk about if you're a first-generation homebuyer, um, then that, you know, I don't know how they're going to prove that. Right. You know, but, That's exciting. You know, if you're the first yeah. one in it the is. family. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. So, so, I know yeah. how would they prove that? I mean, yeah. like I am. Like, I but when, I heard that. When you were talking about, I'm sorry, were you <clears throat> yeah. done with that? Um, when you were talking about people just kind of like sitting on their houses, because there's a, there's a lot of equity, yes, and maybe they would like to sell it, but their interest rates are so low. I, we have a couple of friends that would have thought it was their plan to have already leave you know california yeah and i mean my god the equity is amazing yeah and um they're not sure how long it would even take to sell the house because interest rates are so high yeah but whatever they're like even if it's sold in a day 
where they're going, it's still the same problem yeah. of the high interest rates. Yep. And they just don't want that, right? They yeah. want that money to stretch. They want that money to do what they had hoped it would do. They yeah. go to another state and they're almost paying for a house, right? Yeah. With that equity or paying half or whatever. So I'm just curious how many people are, I mean, not that I'm expecting you to have that number. It just makes me think, God, how many people are doing that, right? Mm-hmm. They're like, man, I'd love to sell this and get all this money, but uh, then where do I go? Yeah. <laughs> I, and what am I paying then? So I, I'm kind of in a similar situation with, with something like that. So there's. There's a lot of ways to be creative with your financing. And, um, you know, something that I recently did when I purchased my home in Arizona, what I did was I went to the seller and um, I negotiated what's called subject to or a wrap. So when I purchased that home, what I did was I took over their interest rate. So I got a 4% oh, on an interest-only loan. So you know all this stuff. I, I know. It, it, <laughs> this great stuff. I, I, it literally yeah. saved me like four grand a Damn, month what? by negotiating that. Wow. <clears throat> now my house in Loomis, right? My house in Loomis is for sale. Yeah. I didn't advertise this before, but now I'm going to start advertising this, and I can give somebody a 3.3 interest rate. In Jeez. this time? Yep, in Man. this time. Wow. So wow. and and I can do a seller carry back on that. So Love I can that. give somebody the most amazing loan of all time. Yes. Um, you know, for my house. So the, those types of things happen. So if people are in the market and they're like, "Hey, that sounds like, you know, something that that I would love to do." And that that's the strategy behind it all, you know, and that's something that we did back in the day. Interest rates were really high. Yeah. And that's how we would negotiate deals. Is... So you got you guys would be able to help someone do what you just did in Arizona. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, they, they come to me. And yeah. Because, yeah, okay. again, I own a real estate company yeah. and a mortgage company. Yeah. And, you know, so that's that's how I'm able to coach my clients is, hey, there, here's where the opportunity is. God, see, I think that that is such a huge part of all this is the things we don't know. Mm-hmm. Right. There's just maybe a short list of what we think is all that's available to us. And so we think we're stuck and there's no other way. And then there's folks like you that like have a bag of tricks like Santa Claus. You know what I mean? And then it's all real good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That it, we wouldn't even know about unless you're, you know, in that world or you, you know, get to talk to someone I, like I had you. somebody that was interested in my, in my property and I told him, I'm like, look, how can I make this, you know, great for you? I was like, I have a 1967 Bronco. Whoa, I'll give you that. Nice. I'm like, I have a tractor. I got a really awesome boat. Like, yeah. I'm down to throwing my boat. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? Like, y- you. That's the coolest part about real estate is that yeah. you could do whatever. Yeah. Like, I could give somebody a seller credit back. Like, one of the guys I was negotiating with, um, he's like, look, I really want to buy your property. I can't qualify on my on my taxes, but. Um, you know, I can only I can only put down ten percent. The minimum down is twenty. Mm. I'm like, look, I'll carry back the other ten percent. If you could afford Whoa. the monthly payment, I'll be the lender. That's amazing. And I'll carry that back for you. And I'll only charge you interest only. Oh my so, gosh. Wow. It's I, you could be creative <laughs> yes. on any deal. That's how it works. I love so that. if if you want to reach into <laughs> Shelby's bag of tricks, you can contact yeah. him through financewithshelby.com. Uh and you can also follow Shelby on Instagram at Shelby Elias. His last name is E-L-I-A-S. He's always putting up great uh, financial tips and keeping you in the loop and all these great deals that are happening right now. Shelby, do we miss anything before we let you go? Um, well, let's see. I have my places in Tahoe. I have two houses that I'm getting done um, in South Lake Tahoe. They're going to be vacation rentals. Nice. You can walk to the beach. You could walk to the ski resort. You walk to the casinos. There's two right next to each other, five-bedroom cabins. 
I also have emeraldbayvillage.com. Oh, pretty over there. Great for bachelor parties, bachelorette parties, family reunions. There's nine individual cabins on a one-acre lot. It's like a little village. Great location (laughs) in South Lake Tahoe. Again, you can DM me. If you want to save any money, you know, on any of the fees, just let let them know that uh, that you're a maggot, and that will save you some money. It always does. Hey Shelby, I'm a maggot. And, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. I can't tell you how many how many of those DMs and, and emails I get. Well, that's outstanding. You know, and I'd but rather say just because it's so good, the things that you're offering. I want to change what I said. It's a bag of blessings. Yes, mm. there you that's go. That's what you no. would feel like. Yeah. Oh my God, that's perfect. Yeah. Uh, contact Shelby Elias at financewithshelby.com and follow him on Instagram at Shelby Elias. Thank you so much, Shelby, for dropping by. Uh, Let's play the pressure cooker right now. It's brought to you by Matthew's Mattress. It's family-owned and operated in the Sacramento area for over 30 years. There's 11 locations, um, and there are two T's in Matthew's and two T's in Mattress. (laughs) They're online at matthewsmattress.com. We've got a pair of tickets to see Bill Burr this Saturday night at the Reno Event Center. And the pressure cooker is our daily trivia game that we play every single day, although we don't get a winner every single day. We sure don't. It's trivia. You either know it, you don't. You don't. Five right in 30 seconds, and none of that matters unless you're caller 18 right now. You can do it. 888-989-9011 for the pressure cooker. Rob. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show. Raina Palooza is Saturday, November 18th at South 40 in Reno. We'll see you there, or we won't. Whatever, you're lost. And now, back to Rad Radio. We got this email to rad at radradio.com. <laughs> Excuse me. This is from Deny. Hi, Deny. Did I hear you guys in the background during the commercial? I thought I heard Kyle say something like, just unplug the damn thing. If I heard that right, that was classic. Yes, you did. Um, (laughs) So behind the scenes, when one of our cameras go down, they have an HDMI cord. All you got to do is plug it in, plug it back in for it to pop back up. And I was having a discussion with the phone screener, and they wanted to ask and make sure it was okay if they went and did it last time because we had some camera glitches happen. And it's hard to do when you're running Rad TV at members.radradio.com to like go in and hit all the buttons and then run in and change the cable out and stuff. We're on a a skeleton crew as it is with Rob out, so... uh, very good job. It's uh, being nimble and quick uh, on the on the camera action there, Kyle. Thank you. Thank you. Thank uh, you for keeping the conversation going. <laughs> one, of, one of the uh, perfect perks that you can get uh, by watching us on Rad TV at members.radradio.com. Pull the curtain back a little bit and you get some bonus content like Kyle yelling at the cameras to uh, plug them back in. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to the pressure cooker. got a pair of tickets to see comedian Bill Burr this Saturday at the Reno Event Center. Uh, caller 18 for the pressure cooker is Bill. Good morning. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, is, this, up? is this Bill Hello. Burr? Jesus. No, it's not. Oh, okay. Oh, that would be weird, trying to win tickets to your own show. 
Uh, here's how this works. The timer starts when I finish reading the first question, which is true or false. You get a 50-50 shot. You get the first one right. Then you got to get four more right for a total of five to win. You can pass any questions you want. We'll do a recap when we're done to give you your score and everyone playing along the answers. And I got to take the first thing that you say. If you say Bill, and then you say Burr, then I got to take Bill as your answer. Do you have any questions? No. All right. Good luck. All right. I guess go. Turn the page here. And... Uh, hashtag Metallica. Uh, <laughs> I get that. <laughs> true or false? True or false? The human body has a total of four lungs. False. In what language does Konichiwa mean hello? Chinese. In what year was "Oops, I Did It Again" by Britney Spears released? Ninety-eight. What scale is an earthquake measured on? Richter. Pickles start out as which vegetable? Cucumbers. Which chain restaurant is famous for serving the bloody, the bloomin' onion? Outback Steakhouse. I'll give you one more because I was just terrible at all that. Stop. Uh, What was America's first national park? Yellowstone. All right. At the uh, buzzer, and with a little bit of a bonus question there, we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven questions Ooh, you out. Only five. Let's see how he did. True or false? The human body has a total of four lungs. Of course, he said that's false. <laughs> only two lungs in the human body. In which language does Konichiwa mean hello? He said Chinese. <laughs> Is that Japanese? Is Japanese. Yes. Uh, in what year was Oops, I Did It Again by Britney Spears released? He said 1998. That's 99, wasn't it? 2000. Oh! Close. Damn. Uh, what scale is an earthquake measured on? He said the Richter scale. Sounds like a funny scale, Richter. <laughs> like a rector set. <laughs> oh. Uh, what uh, pickles start out as which vegetable? He said that's a cucumber. Which chain restaurant is famous for serving the Bloomin' Onion? He said the Outback Steakhouse. And then the bonus question he got was, what was America's first national park? He said Yellowstone on Paramount+. Plus. And that would give him one, two, three, four, five, right. Got another pa- chair. <laughs> another chair. Another chair for a pants yeah. to see Bill Burr at the Reno Event Center this Saturday, tomorrow morning at 7, 8, and 9. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. Yes, literally every break, all you're going to hear about is Brian this, Brian that. Deal with it. Get your Brian and details about Brian Palooza 2023 online at radradio.com. You can also email us, uh, which uh, this uh, deny did, to red at radradio.com. He said, did you guys buzz the first true or false question during the pressure cooker when he got it right? Today's show just gets better and better minute by minute. So funny. <laughs> yes, I, I think I accidentally hit the buzzer instead of the ding because he said false. 
to oh my the God, four lungs I, inside of a human body. I caught body. it, but then I had to question myself, and I was like, oh, wait, did he get it wrong? No, <laughs> I think that anything you question about me doing wrong today would be correct to do so. Uh, it's just been oh one gosh. of those days, man. Well, um, I didn't even catch it. Yeah, good catch. Hey, you know what? He won. Yeah, anyway. exactly. And yeah. Bill, Bill... And you counted it as a win, even though it was a buzzer. Yeah, so Bill, <laughs> the non-Bill Burr caller who uh, just played during the pressure cooker, yeah. did get tickets to see Bill Burr. We'll have more chances for you to get to the Bill Burr show tomorrow at 7, 8, and 9. <laughs> uh, we also got this email to rad at radradio.com from Carly. Hey, Carly. Uh, she wants to share one of the worst customer service experiences she's ever had. Oh. oh. Uh, the worst customer service experience happened to my family last year. We had spent the weekend in Reno, and after battling the weather for 10 hours trying to get back to Sacramento, Damn. we decided to stay another night. Tired, frustrated, and feeling defeated with three bored crotch goblins, Oof. we got a hotel room and we went to a restaurant for dinner. All three kids ordered spaghetti and meatballs. Typical. Yeah. Uh, after a few bites, my son says, what's this? Upon inspection, it was a piece of metal Ew. in his meatball. Oh, That Oops. doesn't go there. I, no. <laughs> I spoke. To, I mean, you, you want to have iron in your diet, but not right, literally yeah. iron. iron. <laughs> I spoke to our waiter who sent the manager, manager over. I told him we didn't want to pay for any of the spaghetti and meatballs as all three kids wanted new meals. He begrudgingly said, fine, but just so you know, what you found in the meatball was from a scouring pad we use to clean our grill. Doesn't matter. And, and that's not okay. That doesn't make it okay at all. Yeah. Like, just to explain what it is that, that you left it... in your meatball makes it even worse. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So it's dirty. <sighs> Initially, I was livid, but after that response and trying to justify why a child was served a meatball with metal in it, I was infuriated. I said back to him, I work in hospitality. I understand how this can happen. I'm telling you, it should never happen, especially to a child. Mm -hmm. He made a half-assed attempt to apologize, and he did <laughs> fix our check, but we won't be returning to this restaurant again. Good. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the presentation's the problem. Mm. Oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. I think this is how it happened, and it should have never happened. Here, mm -hmm. let me comp that and go get you your meals, right? Like, that's yep. how you respond to that. <sighs> Period. And what if he actually ended up swallowing a piece of that pad? Like, it could have done some internal damage. And, uh, yeah. Yes, to top it off, you're like, oh, my gosh. I, now we're aware. And no regard yes. for that possibility. It was like more of an inconvenience for them. Just yeah. be like, oh, yeah, by the way, that is what that is. Lawsuit. And Ugh. if you have a good manager, he's like, mm, yeah, get rid of all those. And the person, the waiter who served it and gave the excuse. <laughs> You're fired. Mm -hmm. All right, let's uh, get to Win Rob's change right now. But first, let's start with our email from the Chris the Princess spreadsheeter in the gay area. Gay area. He says, Nick's solid guest this morning at 630, combined with Brandon's clue, got us into the double digits. There are now 83 valid numbers remaining in Carl the spreadsheet, which oh. is a 1.2 chance that the next contestant will pick the right one and win this round of the game. To put that into perspective, it is 10 times more likely, 12%, that an American man aged six, 18 to 65 believes that his thingy is small. Oh, hmm. so sad. Oh, this is such a big range of, of ages. Well, yeah, I mean, I everybody... Mean, never yeah. stop thinking everybody's, that. Everybody's comparing themselves to all the porn stars that they see who right. have, like, the horse things. Um <laughs> That's a very sad statistic, but your chances are doing are, are getting better uh, to win Rob's change. Caller 18 right now gets to guess the exact amount of change in our bucket. If you know the dollars and cents, you will win that amount. Caller 18 gets to win Rob's change right now at 888-989-9811. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show.
Time for more bad radio. How is that different than what this show does all the time? It's Brandon, anybody, and Dawn. Email the show at rad at radradio.com. Our buddy CK at the uh, Rockland Bottle Shop of the NorCalBottleShops.com is having another brown bag special this Saturday, October 28th, in-store and online for the Rockland Bottle Shop only. There's going to be the mystery brown bag special that they do occasionally. Uh, It's going to include at least two bottles for only 300 bucks. But sometimes one of those bottles is is priced way over the three hundred dollar mark Damn. of mm-hmm. what the bag is actually worth. So um, it's always really cool to see them doing the unbagging, unboxing stuff on social media. If you follow them on uh, NorCal Bottle Shops on social media, um, but everybody loves what they get. It's always su- something super fancy and something delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, and CK knows his stuff, so of course he's gonna pack those brown bags with with only the best. Uh, so if you want to uh, take part in the brown bag special, it's this Saturday. Um, at the Rockland Bottle Shop. Let's get to Win Rob's Change. The best things in life aren't free. We're gonna help you pay some bills and fees. Win Rob's Change. That's what I want. Win Rob's Change. That's what I want. Win Rob's Change. Make your best guess and estimate the calculation in Rob's Star of Change. Win Rob's Change. Change. Caller 18 for Win Rob's Change is Christine the Pest. Oh, Yay, pest. Christine! Hello. Hello, Hi. Pestie. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Thank you. So, oh, I hope you can win this time. Yeah, Christine, you're you're always writing us. You're always letting know what your guess is, even if you don't get through. Um, I did see your emails come through today. I won't give the answer or the your guess because it could be right. Um, but you've been following along to all the clues. You think you know what it is? I actually changed my guess from earlier because oh. it was so close to the guess earlier. Oh. Okay. Well, oh, let, okay. let's see what you got. <laughs> $312.64. Let it be it. Man. Like, let her win. Ooh. What? Is she close? Oh, oh. Man. So, wow. so close. So close. Oh, yeah. Is that oh, the clue? Uh, <laughs> Christine the Pest, remember that guess. Um, you, that answer, $312.64, is too high. Your guess, it should be lower Holy than $312.64. Uh, we're getting pretty close here. I, yeah. I know that the, the uh, Chris's spreadsheet, Carl, is dwindling now. <laughs> um, so we'll have another chance for you to win Rob's Change tomorrow morning at 6.30. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. Got your turkey brine yet? Wait, it isn't even Halloween yet, and we're already talking turkey? Good Lord. Get yours now from the stupid store at radradio.com. Coming up in about uh, a little over 10 minutes, we are going to be uh, cutting over from the Rad Radio Show to Tech to You Tuesday. Yay, Starts Ian. at 10 o'clock with uh, Ian Hosting, the general manager of Tech to You. Hosts an hourly show or so. Sometimes it goes over and he has various guests from the Tech2U team on to help weigh in on certain 
things in the tech world going on and uh, noteworthy, newsworthy things. And today he's going to be discussing the 23andMe data breach and how it happened, cool. the implications of the breach and how to prevent it from happening to you. It is a big deal and it's potentially going to impact a lot of people because if it's just 23 and just starting with 23andMe, what other breaches have happened? And yeah. you hear about these things happen all, all the time in the news and banks being breached it's and what kind freaky. of information are they getting yeah they're gonna be able to get a hold of all of your your money uh, how, how does this all work and they're gonna explain that all today on tech to you tuesday at rad tv that's why you should put all your money under your mattress <laughs> save up buy gold that's right bury it in the backyard yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh we got this very nice email uh to rad at radradio.com from reagan hey reagan she said i won the janet jackson tickets yesterday on treble trouble Woo-hoo! when that asshat before me was so confident and his answer and failed miserably. Oh, That's yeah. right. Once he said, Love goes, because it's the way love goes, is the song. I knew I had it in the bag. I like Janet Jackson, but my wife is a huge fan and is super excited. Aww. These seats are damn good, by the way. Yes, only the best when we can. And if we don't, we say that they are nosebleed seats. <laughs> yeah. That is not the case with these Janet Jackson tickets. They're oh my God, stupendous. That's and the, the venue, the new venue at the Thunder Valley Casino, is supposed to be amazingly beautiful as well. Um, these seats are damn good. Thank you guys again. I have uh, crappy sleeping habits. He didn't say crappy. And it's crazy to me <laughs> to know that almost every night, unfortunately, when I'm drinking, smoking or just hanging in the man cave you guys are either up or about to get up for your work day yeah this current time is my average bedtime just to get up at 6 45 and immediately put you guys on while i'm on the toilet in the shower <laughs> and then the rest of my morning up until 10 a.m what can i say i enjoy life and hanging out and i've been doing this stupid crap for years so my body doesn't appreciate but unfortunately it's used to it yeah <laughs> anyways i just wanted to thank you guys again for the tickets it's going to be a big fun for sure Keep yeah. pushing, Rob. I've never ran a radio station, but I'm sure starting a new one is quite the task. 104.7 FM. Here's to your big rollout. I um, Ask what's going to happen to the DJs and format. I shrugged my shoulders. Oh, somebody asked about the what's going to happen to the DJs and format. Shrugged my shoulders and said, you guys are taking over and went to continue working. Yes, he's not very well informed. But yes, the Spanish station that's on 104.7 FM and 890 AM are finding a new home. Uh, we're not kicking them out. They're just moving out, and we're moving in. That's the only thing that's going to happen. It's going to be 24 hours, seven days a week of Rad Radio back in Sacramento on Monday, November 13th, 104.7 FM and 890 AM. Uh, we got this email from Carrie. Hey, Carrie. Halloween is absolutely my favorite. However, I hate dressing up and have never gone to a Halloween party. Our family loves scaring people. For years, we were that house. We converted our whole garage into a walkthrough haunted house. Oh All right. God. We would have a line of cars down the street to wait in line to oh, go through it. Oh, that's Lord. Awesome. Haven't done one in several years now. Miss those days. Yeah, oh, I do it with pe- your family. Yeah. It's a lot. And I bet yeah. the people do too that used to come to that, Absolutely. right? They're like, hey, whatever happened to that? Yeah, that's really cool. Um, we uh, got this email from Carice, our resident witchy woman. Oh, yes. oh yeah. Uh, calls in every uh, Carice. Carice. Yeah. I know. I was thinking oh, of Carice. Uh, Silent of the Lambs. It still works. I guess it's never said, right? Hello, Carice. I think he says hello, Carice. I think so, too. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going with it. (laughs) Carice says. (laughs) Okay, I have to chime in on the Halloween thing. Old broad here. Yes, I dress up on Halloween to scare the crap out of the kids, young and old, to come to my spooky house. Sometimes I would even hide and come up behind them as they're coming into my walkway. No! And then you put them in your oven and you bake them. Parents would drive their children to my home. SUVs and vans will pull up to my home, and parents will get out 
with their cocktails in hand and watch as I scared the crap out of their kids, sometimes chasing them here and there. I would find candy all over my yard and driveway the next couple of days. It was fun. And snacks. Still is. Sounds like it was fun for you and the parents. And yes, Kyle. are like screaming. (laughs) And yes, Kyle, you enjoyed, as you renewed to the show a couple years back, asking me if I had... The kids in the oven. Oh yeah, referencing oh. Hansel and Gretel as you did there, <laughs> old witch in the woods. Oh, she loves that when you oh, when you okay. do reference oh, yeah, because it's true. Yep. And Kreese gets an out for dressing like a witch because she is a witch. She oh. plays a damn good, and she is exactly right. She is a practicing witch. Oh, she is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and she gets really into it. Like a Wiccan, or I, she's an actual. Wait, I, I don't know that. What's the difference? I have no she'll idea. She'll cast a spell on you and now make her hers. <laughs> we got this uh, foreign email from Hunter. Would you say foreign? It's a foreign email. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. It came from overseas. Oh, oh okay. That's, all right. That's what you mean. Yeah. Uh, it's from Hunter. Hey, Rad. So I'm from the Netherlands, and there are, Christmas isn't a big holiday, but there is a Dutch Christmas, which has a similar guy called Sinterklaas with Zwarte Piet, and is celebrated the 5th of December. There's a lot more to it, but it's a super fun celebration. Oh. Okay. This. Mm. All right. Learn something new every day. Yeah, Sinterklaas. Because Christmas is like World Thanksgiving is American. But Christmas is worldwide, so I didn't realize. Like, Maybe it's a time zone own. thing because it's in another time zone. <laughs> is that how it works? <laughs> uh, we got this email from Omar. Hey, Omar. I just wanted to write in and say hello from Alaska. Yay, Alaska. Hi. Hello, hello Omar. We are on vacation, and I am still listening to my favorite morning radio show. It's only 8.45 a.m. here, and I am still counting the days until Brina Palooza. Only four days until the big... Oh, four Saturdays until the big Saturday. I almost like had a heart days. attack. What? Oh, I'm not ready. Are you on a time machine? <laughs> yeah, Brian Apalooza is coming to Reno on November 18th. It's a Saturday. We're going to be starting everything off at 10 a.m., and it's all going to be in the indoor backyard at the South 40 in Reno. They're located at 1445 South Meadows, Meadows Parkway. Not Meadowviews. Meadows Parkway. <laughs> come hang out us. Come hang out with us. Have a meet and greet. Uh, you can sign some autographs. Uh, you can sign us autographs. Yes, I'm gonna ask, ask for the the random Joe Blow in the line. To, I would rather ask for your autograph. Uh, you know, it's like it's going probably to worth more than mine. It's like a it's like a yearbook. It'll be the Brianapalooza yearbook. You can sign your autograph on our on our books. But we also yeah. sign some pictures for you if you want. Mm. It's all free, and Don loves doing it. Yes, every year. those pictures should uh, be free. <laughs> the South Forty. Well, there of us. Yeah. The South Forty restaurant will be serving up signature. Your rad turkey brine sandwiches, complete with all the Thanksgiving mm. fixins. I know, oh, sounds so good. They'll also be serving rad bloody marys. It's the rad bloody mary yeah. mix with Tahoe blue vodka. Charlie and Black Dog Graphics will the have the uh, mobile stupid store. Superstore. They're going to be posted up on hand, doing a lot of cool stuff for Thanksgiving. We're going to have new ornaments for the holidays. Yay. They're going to be doing some some custom prints in house or on site. Damn. So if you want to get a custom shirt on site, they'll Holy be doing cow. that as well. And they got driving in a semi there. <laughs> Yeah. That's, That's a lot of like equipment lot of... to bring in. Too. I know. That's what it sounds like. I hope he has help because he's so little. <laughs> it's uh, not little. little. It's not little. <laughs> he's gonna get the rest of the elves to help him. <laughs> you can enjoy some live music from local bands, Fat Man and Robin, and Winter Light. That's not all. The South Forty Indoor Backyard has tons of fun for all the adults. Uh, got a bunch of TVs, bowling, cornhole, axe throwing, and many more fun games gathered, uh, geared towards the adults. And it's fun for the whole family. There's a giant, brand new arcade with. Oversized claw machines, Mario Kart in a racing simulator, and a VR room. They're going to be doing some face painting and turkey art by Jay Atlas. <laughs> Jay Art Lap. Jay Atlas Art. Oh, these uh, <laughs> these fine sponsors are loving this segment right now. <laughs> it's all happening on Saturday, November 18th. 18th. Oh, Irma Gerd, it's November 18th from Turner Erm. 15 
1445 South Meadows <laughs> Parkway in Reno. Right now. I don't get high, but oh. I, <laughs> I wish I was. I wish that was my excuse. I just I woke up like this. <sighs> so every day on Rad TV oh, at members.radradio.com, we uh, put a question of the day up during commercial breaks and we wait for the end of the show so that we can uh share all the answers from the great uh from all of the great members at radradio.com members.radradio.com red tv <laughs> you're almost there man i'm, I'm breaking down <laughs> it's like, your facials and for people watching on rad tv they can't see it's it it's like my brain isn't firing on all synapses <laughs> The question of the day today oh, was, man. if you were stuck with a uh, smelling like a certain food for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh. So many good choices and so many bad choices. Ooh, brownies. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, Freshly man. baked brownie. The ones with like the like, crunchy shell on the top yes. of them. Oh. Yeah. Oh, Although everybody would want to eat me. <laughs> well, that wouldn't be such a bad thing. Uh, we got this from Meg. Hey, Meg. She says, I have, if I had to smell like one food every day, it would have to be roasted garlic for two reasons. Oh. I love the smell. It makes me feel like I'm in, French, in a French piece. Other people will get sick of it and leave me the hell alone. <laughs> Very true. Very That's yeah. a popular choice. We got this one from Jason. Hey, Jason. One smell I prefer for me would be garlic. Keep away. I don't want anybody or appreciate anybody near me. <laughs> and uh, we got this one from Eric. Hi, E. If I had to choose on the scent that's based on food, I would say some kind of pastry. Most people can't resist the smell of something sweet in the bakery or a donut shop. And if all else fails, at least there's some fat chicks out there that will probably want to eat me up. <laughs> uh, have a great day. We'll be back tomorrow. Okay, that does it. Screw you guys, and I'm going home. Talking poo is where I draw the line. Go on and go home, you fat chicken. Bye, diddly eye. So long. God bless you. Yeah, Goodbye. Bye-bye, Homer. Take care. Adios. So long. Very well. Darn. Bon voyage. Toodle-oo. Uh, shalom. Bye-bye. ta Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Sayonara, dude. Shalom. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Bye. Bye-bye. So long, stink town. Ew. Goodbye. You don't think it hasn't been a little slice of heaven? Because it hasn't. God bless United Rob anybody and Dawn. The Rob anybody and Dawn show.